Welcome in, welcome all, Golden Globies. We are here for another beautiful black exploitation movie. Black exploitation is beautiful. Black exploitation is beautiful. And we got another guest this week, Griff. This Let's man, see. we're such big fans of this guy. You might say we're sociopaths. You might say that. Uh... <laughs> he wouldn't say that apparently. <laughs> He's not into that. He named his show as a pun on his own name. Grown. It can only be <laughs> Mr. Matt Sosi. Matt, how the hell are ya? Ladies and gentlemen, and those that are neither ladies nor gentlemen, here is a tag team that also excels in singles action. Next Friday night at the Joe, you can see Murray in a barbed wire match versus Robert Carradine, followed by Griff in a steel cage match versus Sandwiches. It's GGT. <laughs> God, you always turn it on us. You're so much the better host than us. You fucking... That- you, oh. you since you brought up a classic fake tough guy, Robert Carradine. I want to let everyone know. I've been holding on to this. They keep forgetting to bring it up. Uh, I've been vindicated by by one, and this guy. You know, this guy only tells the truth. James Garner, Mr. Jim Rockford. Oh yeah, he agrees with me that Steve McQueen is not a. He's a fake tough guy, and he ain't shit. Wow. James Garner said that. Interesting putting that out there i'm right now what about mr jim brown is he a tough guy fuck yeah he is everybody on this month is tough pam greer's tougher than fucking steve mcqueen for you fuck's th- so you think pam greer could take steve mcqueen out hell yeah a couple hip tosses next little, thing you know well you think well first thing uh steve's gonna do is go for the hair like a sissy would and he's gonna hit those razor blades oh my <laughs> by the way should we bring up like or should we wait till we have him on, whichever that'll be? But you opened a whole can of worms and filled the glass. You totally slandered him on I, our coffee episode. And he's outraged. I he's gonna take the heat for your shit. Cause I'm Mr. Social Media. So when everyone like everyone loves me, but everyone's just like, God damn, fuck that Griff guy. And I'm like, I know, I get it, but you know, he knows how to work the computer thing. I can't do that. You know what? I'm sick of this. This is this is the two sides we get. I get the Murray who's always telling me, I'm buttering us up. I'm making us baby faces. You're the one fucking everything up. The technology never seems to work when I'm over. All this shit. I'm sick so of it. We- I'm sick. What we need, guys, is you two need to be in a scientific match, and then we'll see which one loses their shit first. A scientific match. I think we need to have a loser leads town match. Patience on a pole match. And he, one of you, then the next week, one of you comes back in a mask as Mr. G <laughs> or Mr. <laughs> M. <laughs> there we go. It won't sound any different. Yeah, this nope. is me. This has been me the whole time. Let me tell you something. <laughs> All right, anyway, slaughter. Slaughter. Oh uh, Matt, I asked you to be on this episode because I think you had. Do you have some history with this this movie, Mr. Jim Brown Slaughter? 
Well, we, you know, uh, it takes it takes serious stones to, you know, flip off the NFL and end your career and get into movies. So, you know, kudos to Jim Brown on that. And and this was one of the first films that he really kind of had to carry himself because other time, you know, prior to this, he was teamed up with Burt Reynolds and Raquel Welch and and uh, oh god, Lee Van Cleef in a western and another film Ooh. with Gene Gene Hackman. Um, El Lee Con- Marvin and Telly Savalas. Uh, yes, the yes the uh, the Dirty Dozen, Dirty Dozen. Ice Nation mm-hmm. Zebra. So th- this was one that was really kind of his, and he followed it up with uh, with Black Gun. So what I what's interesting to watch this, um, a less is more quality is good with Jim. Don't give him a whole lot of dialogue. He gets to be Agreed. a little charismatic. I think one one of the later problems is he gets teamed up with Fred Williamson, who just oozes charisma compared to Jim Brown. But well, I think yeah. if he, so long as he keeps a kind of strong, silent type, um, he, he, he it works well, especially in a film like Slaughter. Yeah, some some of that charisma from Fred Williamson actually is bottled up into an essence that's sprinkled onto every black Caesar salad. That's yeah. part of what makes it so beautiful. Right. It's called um, hammer. <laughs> mustache Griff. Yes. Jim Brown's. I know. I mean, Fred Williamson's god tier mustache. Yeah. How about Jim Brown? You know, Jim. Everything about because he kind of was clean shaved. Like in Dirty Dozen, he's clean shaved. I think yeah. he might have. Did he grow this mustache for this role? Did he have a mustache before this? Um, I think no. I think this might have been the first. This might have been okay. the first. But t- to be fair, um, you know, Griff, his mustache alone could throw you out of a window. Everything about Jim Brown is. Far better than me. So yes, yeah. of course he's winning every one of these. He's games. the second greatest running back of all time after Barry Sanders. What and, is and that's the first of many window jokes involving Jim Brown this evening? Oh my God, there is a lot of window action in this movie. That's for sure. Yes. Oh. Rear window, fucking eat your heart out on this one. There's a lot of rear windows in this. There is. There is. And in Jim oh. Brown's real life, back to foreshadow. Wait. Is there something going on with Jim Brown that I'm not aware of? Yeah, did Jim Brown throw people out of windows? He's famous for allegedly throwing a woman out out of his window. Oh shit! What Uh, floor were they on? Um, I don't know. That's one of the things. Spike Lee did a really good documentary about him years and years ago, but this was always one of those Hollywood uh, Babylon stories that that kind of loomed over him. Okay, so this was during his acting career. Correct. Okay. Interesting. Maybe he sometimes really... you gotta throw a bitch out a window. I'm I sorry. Think he I'm... was just trying to figure out like this is gonna be my move. I gotta work on practicing. This. Maybe He's he was working on this. He was looking on, going over the script to slaughter. Yeah. And was like method. Method. I yeah. have to throw someone out a window because you notice they use the Danny Trejo dummies a lot in this movie. Well, uh, once yes. they do, don't they? I I thought I saw multiple of them. Maybe okay. maybe it was only. I'm just one. talking counted, about the one scene. I counted 35 of them. Every time someone was thrown off a roof, I swear I saw a dummy replacing it. And it was, what was that, Death Wish that the Danny Trejo famous dummy? uh, Death Wish 4. Yeah. So that picture's everywhere. Go look that up. Danny Trejo, dummy, Death Wish 4. And so you see a couple of those in this movie. And I think he said, I don't want no dummy in this scene. We're going to go off the second floor balcony. Doing this Maybe legit. that's why they put dummies in it. Like he's like, "Hey, I threw a person for real out a window," and it's and PTSD. It's, it's not good. Yeah, it's messy. Yeah. Yep. Oh, maybe this is interesting. A lot of pools in this. Was it a white woman? 
Uh, that I can't verify. <laughs> Don't have that on there. Oh, if it was, we'd know about it because you know, you know, our, yeah. our media works. That's right. But uh, okay, so Jim Brown, legendary running back. Like I said, second only to Barry Sanders, the greatest running back. But he's the greatest running back turned actor. It's true. A lot of a true. lot of. A lot of athletes have tried to get into acting and have failed miserably. A lot of wrestlers are currently trying to do this, even yeah. ones as big as The Rock, who have put out zero good movies. Yeah, it's weird how he's the biggest movie star in the world and has that one good movie. Right. So I think Jim Brown really killed it. I don't think he's that great of an actor, and yet his movies are entertaining. I've enjoy- I think we've done three or four now, and I've enjoyed all of them. This is a very enjoyable movie. Oh. So... Let's go ahead and get the cat out of the bag right now, because we like to do our scoring right off the bat. This movie on Rotten Tomato got a 37%. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So what would you give it? Out of 100? Yeah. That's their scale, so out of 100. 83. A 3? 83. Well, 83. I heard maybe 3. No. 83. (laughs) Matt, what are you going to give this movie? What is this Rotten Tomatoes that you speak of? Yeah, you don't have to worry about that, but it's a zero to a hundred scale is what they go on. I, I don't I don't give numbers because I want people to listen to my podcast, Film Sociology at WFYI.org. They'll just read the rate they'll read the grade and then maybe or maybe not they'll read the rest of the review. So I That's I'm sorry, point. I don't I don't give numbers. That's a good point. That's what's no known numbers, in the business. No stars, no thumbs, no any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like that. That's what's known in the business as a seamless plug, people. That he was a great plug. it in. I remember Penthouse had boners. That was their thing. That they, they like one boners. out of five boners. One out of five boners. Thank you. Oh, okay. So Thank how many boners you. would you give this out of one out of five, Griff? Well, okay, we're we're taking this aside from this Feetson scale, right? Uh, yeah. I I... I told Mattingly to take the afternoon off. I'm sorry these these were these were not some hot sex scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm, yeah, they, I uh, have to agree with that one. Yeah. So if we're going on the boner scale, it's got a point five. Because I mean, well, because they went full nude, you got to give them up for that. I give them. I, mean, I give they them were a, they were they were up for it. I give them a little bit of that. It felt like we almost got uh um, fuck, I can't even remember his, uh, what is happening to my brain. Can't remember our star's name, Jim Brown. We almost—it felt like we almost got Jim Brown dick. We almost did. We got Bush. We got yeah. We got pubic region. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Matt, you've acted. Have you ever done a love scene? Not like that. I mean, okay. I That's how I have I'm a twenty-two-year-old just... kid now. So no. Um, to, no wait, before I answer that, <laughs> what stage? about the love scene between Stella Stevens and the soap in her shower scene? That was a nice that touch, was the, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the only scene that could have been Sveetsen worthy. Yeah. They, but no, we, I've done I've done kissing scenes in Much Ado About Nothing, but we, you know, kind of choreographed the moves and and step by step. So I mean I mean I was gonna say ladies listening. Lady listening. You know, there's certain parts of the male anatomy we have no control over. So I always wonder when you're in a scene with a hot naked woman, how do you not get a heart on? Yeah. Well, um, when that happens, I'll let what you, do you know. Do when it, what do you do when it happens? That's the thing. You can't help that. You gotta ignore it. 
That's all you can um, don't look at that. Put a napkin on no. it. Don't look at that. You know. No, you just hope you just hope that your body member is in iambic pentameter and, and hope for the best. <laughs> Where's this opening segment going? We've gone through like bonus every opening We're segment. about dicks on stage. Where are we gonna go next? Trailer? Trailer? We could go to trailer. All right, everybody. Prepare to get slaughtered. Meat slaughter. You know what they say about these dudes? They all got rhythm. slaughter welcome to the party well i hope you're better with that knife than you were at that big black car so i'm gonna jam it up here if you're still breathing you better come on out here real slow jim brown is slaughter it's not only his name it's his business i'm gonna lay this on you one time baby Kill him and anybody else that gets in my way. Cameron Mitchell is the man. Who the hell do you think you are, nigger? You killed a man tonight. That's murder one. You followed that with assault with a deadly weapon. Because if you pull another stunt like this, this nigger is gonna own you. Ripped Torn is the mob. You're beautiful, Mario, but you're slow. I run this operation. You're too stupid to know it. Stella Stevens is the girl. Are you disappointed? No. That's good. To my health. You want him, don't you? Yes. Yes, I want him! What I'm going to do for you, I'm going to set you free. They all wanted slaughter, and they all got him. Slaughter. Baddest cat that ever walked the earth. Welcome back. I know you enjoyed that trailer. These trailers so far have been amazing. 50 seconds, 1 minute, 10 seconds. There's always great music under them. And of course, the song you heard us open with. Does it explain everything to us? Yes, or is it, it just a hot jam. No, it explains what a bad motherfucker slaughter yeah. is. You thought it was going to be a metal song. It sounded came out hard in the beginning. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck is this going? We're, we're used to it just being funky as fuck, yeah. but no, that song came out hard. Knives out. What did you think, Matt? I love Billy Preston, and uh, that's that's the gentleman who sang this, among other things. He I mean, he had his own solo career. He's the dude who played organ on the Beatles album Let It Be. On the flip side, he unfortunately sings the title track to the god-awful musical Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. 
So, uh, but Let Go Round in Circles is probably his other big hit. The song was also used in Inglorious Bastards. Oh. Uh, but it fits this, it, like you guys have talked before, it fits. We, we know exactly who Slaughter is and what we're dealing with. It also helps that during the opening credits, we get some still images of what we're about to see. Yeah. Cool stuff. It, it was a great way to do the credits as all these movies, it feels like have been, have very good credits. They use every minute, 90 minute movie. You got to use every minute usefully. Yeah. Unlike today, where it's just like, no, just, just add a four more hours to the movie. It doesn't matter. They were economical with everything. And they don't even put a post credit scene in these movies. Yeah. It's you know, just tight. Just tight. It's, it's movies over. By the, we're walking <laughs> off now. Like we just leave. We just walk off the set. The movie's over. We're all going home. I wonder what the first movie was that had a post credit scene in it. Fuck, man. I that's a good. Ooh, that's had that's to be some time in the Some time in the so? so we'll we'll look into that. Had to be. I mean, more than just the the cast. Yeah. So had to be. Uh, I, I want to say they did it in Star Wars. So that's 77. There had to have been some before. Oh. Like the Godfather. There was a, wait, wait. There was a post-credit scene in Star Wars? Oh, you mean, no, you, you, are you talking the credits itself, or are you talking an Easter egg during the credits? I think Is he's there... talking once the credits have finished rolling, like yeah, what Marvel like does. Marvel does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, make, like, so I, no, 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 you're you right. make you Sorry sit through that. 10 minutes of credits so you can see. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, jack off, okay. jack off, man. Appear. Well, the credits are going to be really short soon because it's just going to say everything done by AI uh, or Neil Breen or Neil oh, yeah. Breen. Yeah, but Neil Breen, even though he does everything, he makes sure you know he lists every credit, yeah. not just everything. It's like Neil Breen is here. You motherfuckers makeup. need to. Oh my god, step I, up I just, to Neil Breen. I'm getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but. I had a very almost allergic reaction to Rip Torn's hair in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Let me get my hat. And on. then it just hit me. Neil Breen. It was very Breenish. His hair. It was just unkempt. It was wispy. It was Oh, it's it's it was very like I'm looking at it right now across from me. Yes. Get a haircut. Yes, I am going full. I have been adopted by the Torn family. I'm now Griff Torn. Griff Torn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sick of this fucking baby face run. Griff's going full on heel. Murray's going to shit on me. Heel from the get go. Apparently, I've offended Phil by saying that he might have been, uh, you know, influenced. First of all, that's a great heel move. Like, you're not, there's no remorse. It's like, apparently, this asshole. I, I didn't did take credit wrong. away from him. I just said he was influenced. Everyone's influenced by shit. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll hash that out when we have Phil on. Yeah, we got to hash out some Jim Brown. Yeah. All right, so like I said, we get that great opening credits, and then we see a nice elderly black couple getting into their car, probably leaving church. Right. Probably night church, of course. Well, yeah, there's church at all times of day. All times of day. Churches, 24-7. Just you like... learned that from Death Wish 2. There's right. church yeah. at 2 in the morning. Strip club, church, donut shop, diner. Repeat for four miles. That's L.A. They get in the car, boom, it explodes. We don't, we we don't know who these people are. We don't need to be told that they're good people, anything like that. They're an old couple. Just unsuspectingly getting in the well, they're car. They're leaving a church. I automatically assume they're good people. They have to be good. Right. All church-going people are good people. Yeah. Period. All right. Now we cut to the hospital. This is where we see our star, the man of the hour, the tower of power, Mr. Jim, James Jim Brown, Esquire. Now, Matt, he's called the captain here 
what is he a captain of? So apparently he was uh, in special. It was a Green Beret. So because yeah. um, I'm sorry, what is our, our, our reporter name again? Uh, Kim Walker. <laughs> she has a name. Is Miss Walker. Walker. Ms. Walker makes the makes the line. You're a Green Beret and black. That's good copy. So it also I also want it noted. Jim Jim doesn't emote a whole lot in this. I don't think you're going to no. get tears out of Jim Brown. So long silent type. A lot of st- lot of staring at his shoes in the hospital. Yes. So that's that's okay. That's it's. Would you want to see Jim Brown cry? No, this guy's made if out of. He's in the bridges of Madison County. Yes, but that's that. That's not this with Pam Greer. Yeah. So <laughs> no, so he's uh, he's doing what he needs to do. I well, I just what was it? Now, did his parents die or just his dad died? His parents are dead. Because well, it sounded well, like at this moment, we're not sure. Daddy's My, dead. Exactly. He's dead. So, but, uh, but apparently, so, aunt and uncle live because they. There's reference to yeah. both parents have underground connections. Of, of and I'm going to borrow a line from you guys. Uh, if this film was made today, we'd get 20 minutes of Jim with his family <laughs> and alluding to underground connections, right. and then he'd go to church, and then and then the church car, you know, and then the car we, blows up. We get the paper trail. We get everything. Yeah, yeah. No, right. we get we get Kim Walker from Black. News mag? I couldn't understand what she was saying. It was Black Something Magazine. Black News Magazine. It's the one right next to Black Tail Magazine at the newsstands. And the shocking thing is, Black Tail is the better articles. You would and think recipes. they're all just. They're, yeah, they're well, guys, recipes. one of them's probably bringing a lot more money. It ain't you Black know? News Magazine, so they can pay the writers. So she's like, 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 uh, like uh, Matt said, she sees a black green beret, the ultimate colors, green and black, right. they go great together. You're, that's the story alone. And then a yep. white doctor comes out, and this is where I was like, where are we going with this? Because I see a white face, I go evil. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm sorry, I tried everything, but your parents didn't make it. And Jim accepts it. He's like, you can, you did everything you could. Here's what I see. I see a white doctor, and I think this guy lived a privileged life. His parents put him through medical school. He failed out, but they just paid and paid and paid until he made it to be in the career he wanted. This guy's faking it. He has no idea what he's doing. Every med school has a guy that's last in grades. Exactly. Uh. Whereas, you know, you get a person of color with an interesting background who makes it to be a doctor, and you know they work their ass off. So that's what I'm looking for. Don't trust well, white medical people. As a, <laughs> as a son of a doctor, up yours. See, heel Griff, Griff torn. You just got Griff torn. He <laughs> torn you a I, new one. I just torn you up. Yeah. So, right. uh, uh, where was I? I'm sorry. This, uh, you know, I, we 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 broke the internet last week by saying that every black exploitation movie is in the black cinematic universe. Yeah. This was the hospital that Coffee worked at. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Shh. <laughs> she was down the hall, pumping someone's stomach full of drugs. Maybe she was sewing up uh, Priscilla's face. Maybe this was that, that day. Who knows? And who knows? If you go on the first floor of the hospital, that is the uh, that's the mortuary from Blackula. There we go. There you go. Blackula was just brought in. Just brought right. in. All this makes sense. It all fits together, guys. Go ahead and watch all three back to back. And you don't even we don't. You don't even need a post-credit scene from our show to hear that. No. We tell you right up there. We don't make you sit through the credits. Do people sit through our post-credits? Because I added an hour to every episode <laughs> to add yeah. one second of post-credit. Okay, you do know. Okay, okay. good. Good. Oh, yeah. So 
uncle or is his, was it his uncle? I, I'm gonna Random. say uncle and aunt. If it's two other older people, it's gonna probably it has to be relatives. I thought this woman was just fucking his dad. I thought that was the connection. I thought no, this woman was no, no, no. We're, we're still in the hospital. We're still in the oh, hospital. Excuse that's me. That's the next scene. Uncle goes. Well, he did have connections with the underground world. <laughs> like right. what? One character to explain why dad might have been killed. That's right. What we need. That's the thing. Like, like, like uh, Matt alluded to. We don't know what his connections are. We don't care right. because he's dead. Right. One line. That's it. That's all yeah. we need. So Slaughter's like, I gotta pay a visit to Jenny. Jenny knows everything. And so he goes to Jenny. I agree with you, Griff. I think Daddy was fucking her on the side. Who's the side piece? Right. No problem. I mean, come on. Back piece. I think there was an understanding. That's a friend. Dad, Dad needs some white tail on the side. We she, learned about, Mama can't fucking do that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Mama can't. We learned about it from uh, Sugar Man or whatever that pimp's name was. It's just you got to have tail of every color. and Of the rainbow, know. yeah. Exactly. The United They're, Coon of Benetton. Yeah. There we go. That was the original rejected. <laughs> Uh, tagline: The United Poon yeah. of Pentagon. I believe Mister Slaughter was one of the guys. Sergeant, he should have been Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter, by the way. Oh well, God! Then, then we'd be tied up in courts for years. You <laughs> maggot! Well, you're taking my name. Sergeant above Captain. I never know how the rake. Yeah, Captain is above Sergeant. Yeah. Captain is right. above Sergeant. Yeah. So his son ended up ascending over him. But anyways. Yeah. I was just going to say, he's definitely one of those guys, uh, Mr. Slaughter, who wrote into uh, Blacktail Magazine. and Like the penthouse forum? Yeah. He was constantly. Yeah. Oh, my white bitch. Column. What's that? He does the advice column. Yeah, he does the advice column. Ask Here's how they... So Jenny is like, look, Slaughter, don't get involved. You're, you could be killed. Your yeah. dad was involved with some bad hombres. He, so Slaughter knows she's got a name for him, but she's just not going to offer it up. And you she know, doesn't want him to get involved. Right. Like, go, go, go back to the army. Go back right. to Vietnam where it's safe. Right. Go back to Vietnam where it's safe. <laughs> uh, and she's, he's like, I can't get out of here without an answer. I, I don't remember how this ends up going. She's well, trying to get him. Go ahead. Yeah, she gets it. She gets about mid sentence, and and another another cutting of time, uh, making this a lean film. She she gets in mid thought, and then shots happen through the window, and she's down. She's out. Man, it this guy popped up like he was straight out of the uh, uh, Dark Man video game. That's how they did it. That yeah, it was very whack a mole style. Wasn't there also a Nintendo? Is it Tin Pan Alley? The one where you had the there's that gets? one. There's yeah. Gumshoe. Was another one where you like had to navigate yeah. the guy with the fucking light yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah. And then he's gone. We never see the guy again. And then in their dying breath, she finally concedes. I'm going to tell you what you need to know. Vincent Rinaldi. He's flying in tonight at Lawrenceville Airport. All right. Tonight, did I mention tonight? And then she just dies. But yep. we get we get to see that Slaughter has a heart. He does call <laughs> up and you know gets an ambulance over. Yeah. And they said, "Who is this? You sound black." And he's like, "I'm just a friend." Because he knows his marquee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a black man around a dead body. You're going to jail. So yeah. he was like, "Just a friend." Just a friend. And got the fuck out of there. He did his white voice too. Hello there. Hello there. Anyways, okay. So now we do. 
Do we not just go straight to the airport? Right to the airport? No, we didn't get time to fuck around. No. Oh. So actually, we, we go to his apartment. He has to emote right. in his apartment with the most bluest wall I've ever seen in a film. Just yes. A giant blue wall. Yes. I wanted some of those like sets from uh, Shaft. I was loving all those sets. This set looked like they just painted it yesterday. This paint looked wet. It was so blue. Yeah. I see a red and... door and I want to paint it blue. He hears some scurrying. He's like, Griff, are you in my bathroom looking through my shit? Well, I wouldn't be in the bathroom looking for shit. And then he opens fire and just starts shooting at the bathroom, which I makes sense. He was just involved with well, an assassination who... attempt. But didn't he also but didn't he also yell, I'm standing my ground, it's coming right yes, for us? Did. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't count when you're black. It doesn't. Okay. It it actually there is a couple loopholes <laughs> there that basically state if you are a POC, a person of color. A non-white in America, and you shoot anywhere and stay on your ground. It's illegal. Yes, yes. Uh, so he's he's gonna get himself in some trouble here. He's gonna shoot at his own bathroom door. But you see, who shuts their bathroom door? Yeah, when they're at when they're not at home. Of course, if you have people in the house and you're taking care of some business, of course you shut the door. <laughs> well, you don't. But yeah, normal people do. Well, I mean. Depends on what we're doing here. If we're wanting, well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Griff, because according to IMDb, by the way, there's very little information about this movie on IMDb. So that's, I'm so lazy. That's the only place I get my information from. That's why we just upload our episodes to IMDb so people can learn everything. That's, if, there was, if it was for IMDb, we wouldn't have the Swedes in scale. So that's right. Look at it that way. Yeah. According to IMDb, Stella Stevens, who plays Anne, the love interest in this movie, and okay. Rip Torn, okay, who plays your doppelganger, yes. Had to share like a trailer, and uh, uh, Stella Stevens is coming out of the bathroom, and Rip Taylor's like lurking right there, like I like, I enjoy hearing you pee. That's straight from Stella Stevens said that, so it's true. Was she doing his uh, voice too? Yes, she was. You actually heard the audio of her doing like, "Hello, I'm, I'm Rip Torn." you pee. <laughs> so Rip Torn, freak, freak. But who's not a freak slaughter. Yes. Because he opens a door. And who's there? Well, I know her name because she's a human being. She's, her name's Kim Walker, according to these two, black woman. But he also says, I could have killed you, you dumb bitch. Yes, he does say that. Well, he is he wrong? This is, and apparently she's also naked. With yes. a hat. And he's not having it. No. He's just like, no. Grabs her. Hurls her out of his. There, it was like he said he had an apartment because it was like yeah, yeah it was he, a, yeah. Just hurls her out of there, buck ass naked. Yes, it says get your narrow ass out of here. This is the first little bit of nudity we see. Every black exploitation has some nudity in it, and this was our first bit of nudity we got to see. And we see her narrow black ass, and you know it's fine. But yeah, she was wearing a hat. I don't know what, what that does for, you know, uh, Mr. Slaughter here. Or, excuse me, Slaughter. Mr. It Slaughter. It has to be a little card in it that says press. Yes. Maybe that was what it was. She was still working that gimmick. She does. No, it's actually in that scene that she fesses up where she says, yeah, yeah I'm not actually a reporter. You know, I was just she, fucking with you. I'm really interested. She's thrown out of a door instead of a window in this scene. Exactly. And by the way... His name's Slaughter. Just Slaughter. I don't think he's ever referred to as having a first name in this movie. No. 
All right, so he's got that one lead. It's Rinaldi's coming in tonight at the airport. So he goes straight to the airport, and he's waiting. And that little plane comes in, and it lands. And he decide, or it lands, and he's like, "Hey, Rinaldi!" And then he just shoots Rinaldi in the head. That was just brutal as fuck. Like ninety minutes, we don't have time for this shit. Yep. And then, uh, Matt was was Rip Torn in the scene? Um. Well, there's there's the, the we, we're jumping ahead to what, the fact that one of the guys he's look, going after gets away, which is Torn's character. Okay. But this yeah. is, this is a scene that I have to call bullshit on, because there's a moment when when the when the deal goes down bad and shots are fired and the plane starts to run away. Jim starts to run on foot and then runs to his car to chase the plane. We just saw Carl Weathers outrun a cab in action Jackson. Jim Brown's the second greatest running back in the world. How could he not catch up to a, a speeding plane on foot? So I call bullshit on this moment. Uh, bad knees. Bad knees. Yes, man. It was just disappointing. Come on, Jim. You get more yardage. That would have been well. That would have been sweet if you like, like the plane's taking off and he ran and grabbed onto it and, and like yanked punched the guy the, out. Punched the plane so it explodes because it does. You know, the car does hit the plane and therefore it explodes. No, the car hits the plane multiple times. Yes. It's like bumper cars. Yes. He, one of the times when he bumps into like the one of the uh, landing wheels or whatever. Yeah. He actually Jim Brown takes his hands off the wheel and covers his face. Did you notice, like, Jim Brown did a lot of his own stunts? In yes, he did. Too. Yeah. And that might hark harken back to when we talked about coffee. There were so few black stunt people yeah. in the industry at the time. So he had to. So he had to. Think about how people will go crazy today if they look back at black exploitation movies. And you had all these people going in in blackface to do the stunts. Yeah, that wouldn't have. They would not have. That wouldn't have worked back then. Little yeah. Little, no. No, there was uh, there was one dude, a guy named Bob Miner, who um, I, who by the way was the cat was the uh, guy Carl Weathers was chasing in Action Jackson, but he oh. he was he was one he, I think one of the first, if not the first, African American stunt coordinators, and he he would also play he'd also have small roles, maybe a handful of lines, um, but but he was one. He was I met him on the set of a uh, of Original Gangsters up in Gary back in the day. Nice. Who was yeah. he? Was it Woody Strode? Was that the black stuntman? Well, he he, he, he was a stunt, he was an actor, he was, but was he, he a stuntman too? Player. Then he did some stunts. He was he was also one of okay. those that could do stunts and act at the same time, but yeah. not a coordinator. Okay. Uh so he like see he hits the the plane multiple times and it finally ignites and bursts into flames. Rip Torn jumps out and runs, hightails it. You think Slaughter could catch him, but that's when the cops show up. Uh, That's right. And they're like, crime happened. There's a black man. Dead of night. There's no light. It's hard to see anything. Yeah. The cops still find the one black man in the crowd. Yes, and and since he has nothing in his hands, they have to take him in for questioning. I mean, he did just shoot a guy in the head. So he's at <laughs> yes. least covered in uh, gun shrapnels. Yeah. Gun strap? You mean powder, uh, yeah. powder burns? What is that? It was one of those powder sciences. Burns? Yeah, yeah pow powder burn. Yeah, where they figured out like all guns, you end up with some residue all over you. Yeah, yeah. even if you fight that shrapnel, that's metal. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you I know, mean, yeah, I guess you could if your gun exploded or something. Yeah. Put your finger in the end. Put, well, that's a cartoon that's gonna explode in your face. So, uh, and then you'd have blackface. Yeah, and <laughs> so we're brought into a nondescript room where 
B-movie legend Cameron Mitchell is waiting. The poor man's Dean Martin. Oh, Cameron Mitchell. <laughs> he nice. looks yeah. so good. By the way, this man is a he has got a high-ranking job. He is stuffed into a closet. Storage closet. Hey, it's not a glamorous job. It's about doing the work and making America, even though this is shot in Mexico, uh, yes. great again. So, yeah, South Learned in Cliffhanger, the U.S. Treasury is a very mean and mean organization. You're right. We did learn about it in Cliffhanger. <laughs> yes. It's funny to see how it evolved in 20 years. So he plays the, the character A.W. Price. Yes. And he's like, you're a real piece of work. African American, yeah. <laughs> he, he hit African American with a hard R. Yeah, Remember and that the, immediately ruffles uh, Slaughter's feathers. It's a black exploitation move, like you said yeah. with Shaft. There, there wasn't enough seeing how racist white people are and how yeah. openly racist. Yeah. I just, I just took him off one of the good one lists for that. I was like, nope, no way is he being. You, you were like, Jenny's on the list right now, but that's it. Right, one N word, you're off the list. Well, yeah. and to be fair, Jim delivers the second one a minute later when he's told to sign the confession but not read it. Yeah, right. and Jim, he just kind of goes along with it. Yeah, him. he's like, you need to sign this. And then Jim's rightfully pissed off. He grabs him by his tie, yanks him across yeah. the table, and signs it. Yeah. He but he did, lets him know that I'm not happy about signing this. He basically did get caught red-handed shooting a motherfucker in the head without knowing anything. Jenny said Vincent Rinaldi. He walks out to an airstrip and goes, hey, Rinaldi, and shoots him in the head. <laughs> he's got... He's got, He thought the guy killed his parents. Yeah, That no, was his only lead. But he, he was willing to go to jail for his dad. That's all I'm well, trying to get at. Mr. Normally, A&W Price would be cool with that but he's like we have been monitoring these guys for ages all the evidence was in that plane and it yeah. went up in flames right we would have been cool with you shooting him in the head but that right. evidence we wanted it we needed that so, so you i have a confession now that you signed i hold this over your head you're working for us mr green beret yeah we can make this we can make the, the everything very cool if you just work for us uh what's in it for me you'll get the guy who killed your daddy we know exactly who did it He's like, that's all I need. Yeah. We're going to send you down to South America. You pick the country. Yeah. But we're just, sending yeah. you down there. And he's don't, like, look at, don't look at the plane ticket we're going to give you. You're in South so, America. So what you're saying is everybody has a price for the U.S. Treasury. That is. Well, yeah, A.W. Price, yeah. A.W. Price, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say either uh, Argentina or Brazil, because they love their Nazis down there. So I think that's where they're going. <laughs> They do. So he's like, you know, you're a real prick, Price. I know. So you don't fuck with A.W. Price. Yeah, right. Got root beer to make. He's All right, man. We need some white tail in this movie now. And we get some hot white tail with Stella Stevens. Of course, everybody knows her as the mother of the great Andrew Stevens. Partner to Charles Bronson in the classic 10 to Midnight. Of course. Everybody remembers every actor in that movie. <laughs> How many of Andrew's friends asked his mom out to prom? All of them. God, that's except gotta the, be weird. Except I mean, the one who was a closet gay, because you had to be in the closet back then. Yeah, that's true. It's gotta be weird having a hot mom. I, that would like. You know, yeah, I saw your I mom wanted... running pantsless in the Poseidon Adventure. Is she around? Uh, oh, <laughs> see, you wouldn't like. That. Oh man, you know. I was doing some research on this movie. Most uh, people's moms uh, with Shelley Winters. But, yeah, you know. Uh, she could swim really good. So, 
Uh, he's he's heading down to uh, wait, wait, we're back. We're, sorry, Anne. She's doing some laps in the pool. Of course, you gotta keep swimming. One of the greatest forms of cardio you can do. Yeah. It works everything. It's, it's not hard on the it's, body. It's not hard joints. on the joints at all. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, she's probably twenty. She's got seven she, in the seventies. She looks like she's about thirty-five here. Looking amazing, though. Meanwhile, Rip Torn has his best poolside suit. Yes, of course. He's, oh, he's, business. he's conducting business. It's always working. He plays the role of Dominic Hoffo. Not to be used with Jimmy Hoffa. That's right. <laughs> and I immediately go, this guy is the sickest, most deranged villain ever. How do I know that? Hair. I got, you know how I feel about hair, especially Please. men's hair. Mm-hmm. And it drove me crazy about the 70s was you'd have a guy, he's in a nice fucking suit, and then his hair is a mess. It's like run a comb through that shit. It's just sloppy and ugh. Ugh. I know Griff's going to agree with me because he has that hair right now as I'm looking at him. But yeah, but when I go to a wedding or something, I run a fucking comb. I put a yeah, product, especially when it's this long. You put a product in it. You keep it intact. Didn't have a lot of products for. I mean, for uh, okay. this is defense. Didn't have a lot of products back yeah, then. Yeah. And Murray, we've talked about it in the seventies. You can't be bald. You cannot. No. So whatever hair you have, you've got to fucking let it go. You got to let it flow. And that's probably how. Like that's what I'm thinking. Suit, great crazy hair. That's great how hair. You, I don't know if it's great. But. That's how you get a. That's how you get a broad like this in the seventies. Well, no, he has to have her actually given to him. <laughs> well, Murray, we, we don't know that yet. Yeah. We don't know that yet. Yeah. Okay. The social commentary part of the film. I can tell because I'm like, there's no way a hot broad like that's being with that mess of a hair. No well, way. we do this all the time. Willingly, we do this all the time. He is that one show on YouTube that we always mock, you know. But we didn't realize that <laughs> until we found out about it, you know. Yeah. We're speaking of codes here for a reason. We talking about that Hot Wings guy? Yeah, we're talking about Hot Wings guy. What? He dated, Sean Evans? He was dating a porn star. It got out and he dumped her. What a piece of shit. Really? Yes, because he was worried about his fucking reputation. So he's like fucking her, which I mean, this happens all the time in Hollywood. But still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. What the fuck? I know I've told this story before, but years ago when I was uh, doing the dating scene, and I told a girl that I liked that Hot Ones YouTube show. She's like, oh, okay, and stopped talking to me. Well, she she obviously saw what a, like she, a creep yeah, this guy is. Yeah, because he dated a porn star. No, he dated a porn star, and then he was embarrassed by it. Own it. Own it. All you guys want. See, that, that pisses me off. All you guys want to be with these chicks, and then when it comes out, like, no, 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 I'm nothing to do with her. Right. Don't treat them like that. They're human beings. Right. Right. Anyway, does Matt want to take a hot take here? You got you got a swing here. You got to go for the fence. What's your position on porn? <laughs> oh well, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Right. That's on yes, tape. Answer. Yeah, I, I believe that's the correct answer. Is yes. <laughs> so Dominic is talking. We're assuming his boss. I don't know if it's Mario. It's some higher up, and he's going to send. And down to South America with something. This is a mystery. This is the MacGuffin of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Slaughter arrives in South America. Right. And he's walking. Three-piece suit. Great. Hair. 
Great. Yep. Perfect fro. It's right. Perfect. Shoes. And Dr. J level pro fro. Right. And uh, I got to mention, I, we were talking earlier about the, the, the score of this was done by a dude named uh, Luce de Jesus, who's done a few films that were done here. He did the music for Detroit 9000. He did the music for Black Belt Jones, um, Lady Coco, Christy Love, Adios Amigo, Friday Foster. And while it's kind of, you mentioned, uh, Marie, kind of 70s TV sound, it's yeah. great with this scene. Jim, Jim's yeah. just the, the total package between confidence, suit, and a score that goes with it. It's like the scene in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Every hero needs background music. Yeah. They did a good job with a lot of the music, but then there's some there's some scenes in this movie where I was just like, it's... They phoned it in for this It one. was very... Yeah, there was... We're, 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 so, we're being spoiled. Like, we're so used to these dynamics. Like, James Brown is writing, like... Uh, scores for these movies right right it's not it's not full moon production bad it's just when you get yourself all pumped up with that sweet introduction song and this song and uh you know again to bring it back to his suit i noticed he wasn't wearing sneakers no not at all yeah so that's the new i was wearing some gators man probably wearing gators ostrich maybe 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 that's why he didn't want to chase the, the plane or the car later he didn't want to mess up his gators I you know what he was wearing because remember he's in South America alpacas alpacas ah yes yeah he knows he gets picked up he assumes it's just a cab driver no it's Kim Walker from Black News Magazine not to be confused Black Tail Magazine that's right both respectable both respectable one clearly better yes and we'll leave you to decide we'll leave you to decide (laughs) Matt taught us a lesson we should you know we only do the rating which we'll never learn we'll never learn yeah. yeah. How did you feel about the three-hour coffee episode, Matt? Were you are you still listening to it? I, <laughs> look, you have less endings than Lord of the Rings. You guys are all right. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> less endings than what, what? What's the first fucking book? Kim picks it's Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah, thank you. Kim picks him up, and she oh, is no. I meant the uh, the the first the Hobbit. Oh yeah, that yeah. Where they got yeah. nine movies. Yeah, they got Sorry. three movies out of like a hundred page book. So okay, so we learned that she's gonna be the liaison between him and Price. Right. You know, give him the orders, what we're doing. That's why she was being so sneaky. I'm a reporter. I'm just interested in your chocolate chip dip. Now she's coming clean. She actually works for A A and W Price. Right. You know, she was the one who discovered put vanilla in the root beer and it's delicious. Right. And she's right. just like, Look, look, man. Yeah, women could say it too, all right? Yeah, it's fine. It's a gender neutral Guys, thing. Murray had me write this down. I told him about this because I did not watch the Super Bowl. I watched Aliens. Yeah, and I'm disappointed. Yeah, I know you are. He's, but... still, he's still bad on it, so don't worry. I did yeah. not. I did not put a <laughs> single cent on the yeah. Super Bowl. I just want everybody to know yeah. that. Uh, even, in, uh, even in Aliens. There is that one butch woman character, and she look man's the fuck out Vasquez, of somebody. Vasquez, I think, was her name. Vasquez, I, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah, she look man the fuck out of somebody. Potent. It is. Yeah. And she's like, just don't fuck up our operation. You can get your revenge, but don't shoot everybody up. And he's like, if the man I want is here, I'm gonna kill him. And anybody else gets in my fucking way. That's he's right. Cool, baby. Okay. You noticed. Is that the polar opposite of keep it warm, keep it cool, yeah. baby? Yeah. Yes. 
that's basically saying, I do not want to fuck you with a 10-foot pole? Or is that still like, I'll fuck you, but I'm not interested? That's what it is. And she's like, look, I don't have time for your trifle and shit, Slaughter. So you're going to have your own liaison, Harry, codename Marcus. That's the best codename you could come up with another name? Why did it even need a codename? Why not Blackbird? That's the ultimate code name. <laughs> you know, this movie kind of reminded me of Blackbird. Well, this was actually entertaining. Well, this was entertaining, yeah. So, so, so no, I, I got I to mention, Harry is, is played by that classic 70s that guy, Don Gordon. You know him as the, one of the corrupt guys in the Mac. He was a Hank in the oh, Mac. Yeah, yeah. He was in Papian, uh, Education of Sonny Carson, one of those guys. And if you listen to last week's show, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring for for Harry. Ooh. Now, well, we're gonna well, we're gonna. So far, I got three names down. I, okay. I, Jenny. I like the cut of Anne's jib. I'm like I trust her. I put her down, and yes, I'm putting Harry. Down. Murray's already well, in the fog. That woman stepped out with her bosom, and he's I already have the power of a, a Jim Brown. All right, I I've said it. I'm susceptible to the fog. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. Yeah, but that's oh that smell gets you every time. And to so, be fair, Harry has the most awkward introduction. His character has the awkward introduction. He really does. Everything slaughter. about Harry is awkward. That's why I love this character. I yep. He's the opposite slaughter. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, I don't. He yeah. is. He, yeah, we'll get into it. Harry's yeah. great. I love Harry, Harry. Harry is great. I loved it. There's so much good things happening. That's why I was so disappointed. That's why I wanted to do the ratings because it's just like 38%. Fuck that. This movie is way better than a. 38. There's just so many there's so many cinema snobs out there. Yeah. You know? Oh, just I, I love the fact that Slaughter opens his hotel door and there's Harry and he just goes, Hi, and then batshit crazy fight happens where they tear up the, yeah. the entire hotel room with the weird camera lens that they How did you guys movie. I was I was gonna bring that up? The fish eyed lens yes. from the floor. Yes. How did you guys feel about that? That was interesting. I've never seen that. Yeah, I think because uh, I, I want to say there was sort of a fisheye lens used in a couple of moments in Theater of Blood. If I remember right, I yeah. think the lens gets its own credit at the beginning. My guess is um, the director got a, a new toy to play with and said, sure, yeah. let's use it in the action scenes. By the way, the director of this, Jack Starrett, mm-hmm. um, the next film he'd do after this is Cleopatra Jones. Oh. Well, we got history one. with that, yeah. And... He was Galt. He was the he was the guy who drew flirt first blood against John Rambo in First Blood. No shit. Yep. By first the way, people. Who, yeah. We so. we did Cleopatra Jones. People look into that. Is this true? Which into, there would, and there would be no coffee without Cleopatra Jones, as you learned in our epic three hour episode on coffee. Look into that. Matt loves That's it. Right. So yeah, they have this weird, this weird lens fight that lands in a pool. So I think that's where Dynasty picked up all of their uh, cat fights that land in bodies of water. Yeah, out of a window or out of a balcony, right? It was, it was out Correct. a window, a sliding door okay. over the balcony. 
again, the fisheye lands. You had the double axe hammer missing. You had some good combat happening we here. We didn't mention this bizarre title pool that is seen many times at this hotel. Yeah, we didn't like, see is that it the yet. newest thing back then? Was that like, oh my God, water churning? I can just sit and watch that. Because it wasn't like something people could swim in, was it? it was I know. Like I think I, it was like a surfing pool. Yeah, I had no idea because it's a surfing not very big either. Yeah. No, it isn't. No, it was very small. It was circular. It was, you know... Constantly churning water. It, it was constantly churning water, and we see it multiple times. We see multiple dummies get thrown into it. <laughs> very interesting pool situation. Yeah, maybe it was... Now, Murray said, tidal pool, not T-I-T-L-E. <laughs> T-I-D-A-L. Yes. See, homonyms right. are stupid. Harry is obviously getting the shit kicked out of him. He's a scrawny little guy. And so he's like, Marcus! And then... It, He's like, why didn't you just say the password, fool? I wouldn't have fucking beat your ass. Yeah. So now they're fast friends. You know, that's how a lot of friendships start with a bloody fight. That's true. Murray, you've always said it about love and hate. Yeah. (laughs) With the fish islands. Uh, you gotta love or you gotta hate before you love. Exactly. And so they had a they had their brief encounter with hatred for each other. And now they're fast friends. And now this is probably the best love story of the movies, these two. So they they get they get dressed in some dry clothes, and Harry starts explaining a little bit more about the organization, how the mission is they're looking for, remember people, this is 72. Yes. Computer punch cards. Yes. That's their their, their angle. They're we, in. We have had multiple episodes where we've talked about computer punch cards now. I don't remember the last time it came up. Well, this is we're dealing with some hard science fiction here with this movie. Slow. This is a hard sci-fi. They literally break down a punch card yeah. by binary, <laughs> do the math, and figure out what the code says. This is you gotta remember, people. This is back in the day when computers were in an, an entire room was yes. filled with a computer. Yes. So we're we're high tech shit here. Exactly. This Your was dresser. Our, this is how you voted for the All Star Game back in the day. Yeah. That uh, I. Man, I remember voting like that. And here he goes, your daddy definitely stumbled on something big, possibly the computer that can run this punch card. So apparently it's a unique program only stored on one computer. And that's a hard concept for anybody today because everything on a computer is on every computer. You just have to assume that. Yeah. Yeah, all those boudoir shots you have of yourself, (laughs) they're on every computer. I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny yeah. Also, well, yeah, it makes you well, look a little bit bigger. Yeah, it makes everything look a little more interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's uh, we you know, Harry goes. We got two names. We got Mar uh, Mario Felici. Mario he's Felici. The, he's the the head guy, and we got his goon Dominic Hoffo. But this is also the scene where there's just the weirdest ADR edition for yeah. Harry. And so he's getting ready to, he's building up to the name. And then apparently they got the name Mario later. So you just hear, hello there. I got this name for you. Harry, Mario. They they had the same uh, microphones that we have. So it just cut out. It just cut out. But all right. So we got names, Felici and Hoffo. All right. And she's speaking of Felici. We finally see him. Man, I don't, I'm like getting nauseous because at first, I got Rip Torn's hair. Yeah. Then I get a man with like the tightest perm since Mike Brady. I'm like, what's going on? I, uh, Mario, like he's, you can tell he's an evil man because he's got such a super tight perm. 
it looked almost like a wig. Like he's looking like Tony Bennett. Yeah. And he's just like he greets uh Anne. Anne. And we can tell he's up he's getting bougie on us because he's got polo ponies and he's, all this shit. He's a very uh fit man, but he's getting fat, if you will. He doesn't have the hunger. He's already succeeded. So he's realizing like I need to mature the business. So he wants to go legit. He and wanted to go legit? I'm assuming okay. because Hoffo wants to keep it all underworld. He loves killing people and doing all that underworld shit. As we'll learn later, yeah, for sure. And he he drops that line on uh and he's like you know, Hoffo, he's he's getting very ambitious. Yeah. Uh, he might need to learn his place. Yeah, he's got a, you know, that's that's amazing for a youngster, but the the real growth is in learning when to cool down. Right. Which makes me believe he wants to go legit. He's like, I'm done with all this like shooting people shit. You know? So I'm getting into computers. I'm getting into computers. I'm gonna sell. I there, I met this guy Tim Apple Cook, and yeah. he says he's the next wave of computers. And I'm gonna go along with that. I'm gonna ride that wave, if you will. Back to slaughter. Yeah, they're gonna have a nice dinner together, Anne and Felici. We're gonna go over to slaughter though. Felici apparently also runs a casino down here. That's right. And, and it's like on his in his house. It was kind of a weird setup. He's got the Sidera situation where he's got his ranch. Or maybe I'm thinking of Shervan. Yeah. He's got his ranch and he does everything there. Yeah. It is a beautiful estate. It's incredible. It's yeah. massive. He's got like the exterior gate to get into the courtyard, big open courtyard. It's fantastic. I loved it. I'm sorry. Um but yeah, casino. Polo grounds, horse track. I saw a fucking. Uh, I saw a fight ring. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that in the basement. You got no. it. You have to, oh, it has to be underground, Griff. He had an open air one. I don't like. This. He well, no. He was trying to do something different. Oh, he was man. trying something different. It's been below ground for so long. He said, "What if we brought it above ground?" Well, he is Italian, and the Romans. That's how they like to do exactly. Their He's fights, Italian. So I'll, okay. Okay. So Harry and uh, and Slaughter are driving up to it, and Harry's like, "Look, man, I hate to say it, this isn't me talking. I'm one of the good ones." He's saying that I haven't said it yet. He said that <laughs> they don't like they don't take these Italians don't like your kind. If you get what I mean, <laughs> and Slaughter supremely confident, he's just like. I'm going to walk right the fuck in the front door of this place. That's right. And here's what you're going to do. The back door. You're my back door man. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to uh, you know, find out what I'm going to fight. You need to see if there's a power source big enough to run a computer on this, this estate. You got to think of old computers, people. You can't just plug it into any wall. You had to right, have... It was, it was the size of a kitchen. Yeah, exactly. So you, I mean, what, is, what are our kitchens run on? 240 volts or whatever? You got to have those special plugs designed for it. Yeah. So sl- Slaughter, because I mean, Slaughter also probably assumes I'm black, all eyes will be on me. Yeah. So then the white guy can do all the lurking and the griffing. Yeah, that's right. That's actually how I get away with it. Right. So we get some like fun gags because uh, of course, apparently to get in the house, he needs to go through the roof via the roof. Yes. So he's got the grappling hook. He pulls himself up and then he sees there's like a, a ladder right next to where he climbed. He's like, what yeah. the fuck? Why didn't I take the ladder? And then he wrapped. He rappels down through the the uh, skylight. Right. Didn't have a pipe bomb with him. No Illusion pipe. to shaft. No. So while he's doing that, our man Slaughter, looking like James Bond, yeah, walks in. Yeah. And he... the eye, Anne's eyes immediately go. She gets a whiff 
of that sweet, sweet cock smog. She is in love, Griff. I don't care what you're saying. Mm. Even though her plo- the pl- ploy is she's supposed to be the honey trap, she is now in her own trap. Matt, are you backing this up? Did you see this I'm, too? I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Also, the thing that in 19, we still do this in 1972. Jim Brown enters a room and the entire casino stops. You know, uh, cards are in midair, roulette ball is in midair. Everything just comes to a standstill because of the presence of slaughter. Yeah. I kind of wish that very blazing saddles. I wish Michael Flatley had seen this scene so he could have done this when he entered the room or something. He was running the the casino. I understand, but it's just like he needed an aura, like you know, Slaughter has an aura. He just didn't have that power. So my here's the thing, Murray. I got to have my counter argument here because you're all about the Anne is immediately in love with him. She is. She's in her eyes. Yeah, I'm sure you did. She says, I want to be slaughtered. She was wearing a titty dress, and you were just fogging it up. You were fogging your glasses you don't wear. No, I saw this. She's got her man right next to her. What are you looking at? Griff Torn, of course. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Oh, just a handsome man. Why would she say, I'm looking at a handsome man? Because she's in love with him. She's just that flat, like, open about it. Right, exactly. You know, you know, you know, Griff Torn beats the shit out of her constantly. And she's not even scary to admit she wants some of that chocolate chip dip. I'll give it to you that as soon as she says, I'm looking at a handsome man, he just grabs her wrist and takes it under the table. Leaves it to your imagination. What the fuck is this? I'm seeing this as just the craziest relationship. I don't know if this is some kind of like cuck situation, a real Cuck Not situation. A, she. How can it be a cuck situation if he doesn't like it? That could be a. That could be a fucking <laughs> front, man. No. See, what, we, what we needed is a. We could have had a thirty-second TV commercial. If it just saying Stella Stevens is tired of being torn, she wants to be slaughtered. Opening Friday. <laughs> just go ahead and make that. Figure out the production of all. Can you that. hire that awesome. one, the one guy who did all the black exploitation uh, yeah, trailers. The, that. Adolf, yeah. the great Adolf Caesar. He was in uh, a soldier story, among other things. Yeah. Oh man, that would be great. That that's tired of being told. That's perfect. she wants to be slaughtered. I I just see this as like some weird bickering drunk couple. I thought she was just trying to get her, her man riled up. No, no, that's what you're seeing, but you're not seeing correctly. I yeah, I was I saying, there's there, there's a beating happening in the hotel later. Yeah, you got to remember one of the prime tropes of black exploitation is every single white woman wants to fuck our hero. Yeah, that's this that's this it, you right? Know? And this is they're following along. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, like you said, Hoffo is pissed off. Big black gift. Yeah, pissed off. Harry finds his way into a room. He finds a little fuse box. He's like, maybe that's it. Yeah. That's running this. Again, I mean, he was looking for something that could power a whole computer room. Right. And so he's just seeing it's a normal, you know, fuse box or whatever. Like in the kitchen. Yeah. It's just in the kitchen next to the fridge, which, by the way, he does pilfer. He does griff her out a little bit. So he got a little hungry. Right. But he won't make Uh, sandwiches. Fuck that. Well, no, if you're griffing around, you do not have eyes for a sandwich. Fuck that shit too much work too much no you go for the hunk of cheese very filling <laughs> very tasty if there's crackers nearby too whew, money 
Now, Felici finally enters the casino. So what we, Our man Slaughter sits down. He's at a table gambling. What we had failed to mention is that when uh, Slaughter made his entrance, the guard's like, are you supposed to be here? And he put a gun to his face and said, yes. <laughs> and then just sat down and... He says, tell your boss I'm here. Tell your boss I'm here. So Felici's finally coming out. He's, of course, the boss. This is his house slash casino slash polo ground slash... This is a total Bond Bond villain meeting. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's great. 100% going for it. This is, again, why I got kind of Blackbird vibes, because he's right. trying to do Bond and everything else. Well, now you can get Blackjack vibes, because Slaughter is at the Blackjack table. And right. Carmine walks up, tells the dealer to beat it, tells, tells everyone else, yeah. please, just us two. Right. And then, like like you, like uh, Matt said, classic scene where there's, there's more going on than we we believe because what, what we you have to understand is like the underlyings of the blackjack game the eye acting that happens here there's everything happening it's not just the cards on the table there's so much more so felice felici starts dealing the cards and he flips it over and he's got did he have like twenty or twenty one? I don't know. He got twenty one, but it took three cards. Right, and Slaughter's Which, got just the two. I don't even think dealers are supposed to. This was a do long time ago. I I started when I was I started going to casinos. My dad uh, side of the family we were we would go to Atlantic City on the in the summers, and I was able cool. to watch blackjack back in the seventies and early eighties. And but I can't remember when they did it. But yeah, there was a time everybody touched their cards, and then finally the casinos thinking that they don't, they don't want to get ripped off. Nobody touches anything. Really? Yeah. Right. So that's why you, when they serve, when they would deal your cards, yours would be up. The dealers would not. Oh. So he's like 21, Mr. Slaughter. I guess you can't beat that. Sometimes luck just runs out. Because Slaughter at this point has $400,000 worth of chips on his table. Right. So he's, oh, you've been quite lucky, Mr. Slaughter. Please, that's my dad's name. Slaughter. Just Slaughter. So, Slaughter yeah. flips. A, he's got he's got a king and an ace. He doesn't he doesn't reveal both of his cards. He goes, yeah, I guess my luck really did run out. Pulls out the punch card and drops his punch card down with his blackjack. Right. That's right. Old You're move. a very lucky, very lucky man, Mister Slaughter. Slaughter and Slaughter. He's so confident. He's like, hey, I'm gonna be at this. You know the you know you know the hotel with the title pool. I'm at that one. Come <laughs> get me. Come get. He leaves all the chips. He's not even going to cash in yeah. $400,000. He's just like, you know where I'm at. As he's yeah. walking out, Hoffa's got to get his manhood back. He's been emasculated. Just I, see what, I see what you just did there. Did you yeah. notice your little slip? You just said he's got to get his manhood black. <laughs> well, once you go slaughter. Freudian slip. <laughs> once you go slaughter. We don't like your kind around here, Slaughter. What kind is that, my brother? That's right. And Slaughter walks off with a smile. Him and Anne eyes me. They smile. At the she one is smitten like a motherfucker. Yeah, one more time we're good to smile. Felici walks up. He can see, like, because Hoffa's ready to fight. Right. And he's like, cool it. Right. Don't, don't fucking not here. I'm in the casino. Oh, my you God. You need discipline. I was I actually visited my sister this morning and I was telling her like man I'm a big fan of Rip Torn. That guy who is in coach Katie. Well you yeah guys you like 
listening to women pee flock yeah, together. Of course, of course. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, you know, Rip Torn. He was he was coach in that show, coach. And she's like, no, that was Howie Mandel. And I was like, both are fucking stupid. It's Craig T. Nelson, who's yeah. in Action Jackson. So That's I'm right. Fired. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. He was that coach in dodgeball. Yeah. It was so funny, though, because we were both so wrong. And I was like, oh, wow, this is supposed to be my wheelhouse. And I'm just completely fucked. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That was a, yeah. Riptar. I he had he had to be a villain in one of the movies we've done. Oh no, he's been he's yeah. been in shit. Yeah, yeah, he's so. been. I mean, he goes all the way back to the fifties. I mean, he's done he's done classical theater. He's done absolute junk, Larry Sanders show. Just a and a you know a great a great name, great stage a screen name. Oh yeah, I I again he a lot of the supporting characters of this movie really fucking bump it up. Yeah. Yep. We we don't have the great character actors like we used to. Yeah, we really don't. Although I want to give credit to that guy. He was the junkie in Twin Peaks, the third season. The ginger guy who was doing bumps off his girlfriend. Do you remember that guy? No, I don't remember. He was in Get Out. Total creep in that too. That guy is a perfect creep, and okay. he should be a creep in everything. So Slaughter and Harry drive off, and Harry's like, "There ain't enough juice in that house to run a home computer." Sorry, we need to look elsewhere. Right. What are you going to do? What are you talking about? I laid my trap. Why don't you call your little price boss and ask him what your next I move I just got to wait. I set the trap. They're going to come to me. I just say up yours, baby. So the next morning, Felici, like you said, he's bougie. He's getting ready for a polo game. And Hoffa was like, we're going to kill that slaughter guy. Him ain't his big black dick. And he's just like, chill out. So he's got a bigger dick than you. There's some people in the world that have bigger dicks than you, right? You gotta learn to live with it. Chill out, baby. And he's just like, and Anne thankfully, walks in. Thankfully, thankfully, Anne walks in and all of her beauty and grace. Anne, great hair. I loved her hair. I love the one fuck scene because her hair is disheveled. And that's the only thing that's. That's the only time you should have disheveled hair. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing that sold the sex scene to me was that her hair from being just perfect and curled and all over. To just a mess. So Felici knows that this is going to bother Hoffel. There's a tension between them. He's like, Anne, get close to that slaughter character. He clearly likes you. He wants to get into uh, what I would call your pantaloons. He's Italian. Let him think he has you. And she, she, she's like, she didn't admit it, but she's like, he already does have me. I'm ready to go state uh, you know, evidence against you guys. Even though he'll get me killed. He's willing to turn on Felici, too. Oh, yeah. I, based on that dinner they just had, I was like, she's a Felici girl. She's not into Hoffa. Well, who is? But she's into Felici. Well, she's, yeah, she's about working her way up. Yeah. Yeah, she, she likes his tan. She likes his hair. There you go, Murray, right there. She likes his hair. Hans, Hans happy to go along with it. She's like, I'm into it. Oh, no. I don't want you touching that black man. And he's like, I don't like the way you look at that guy. All of a sudden, I'm doing Richard Nixon. Well, I'm um, sure it's very actually, Torn has played Nixon before, I believe. Oh, wow. So, Hoffo, we, this is where we learned Hoffo is working like behind the scenes with Felici. Right. He has his own little deal. Right. So, this is where we see that, I guess, the. Where, where the fuck are we? That Where is this? Again, computer? we're on the polo grounds. But then, how come. Harry didn't find it. 
because that was his whole job was to search yeah. the place. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think because there's a the the guy who says he doesn't want to make computer cards anymore because there was a hanging chat or some shit. He had a name, Matt. It's not guy. It's Geo. All right, these are human beings. Wasn't is that Italian for Chad? <laughs> it is actually. I'm just glad he brought up hanging Chad. I haven't heard hanging Chad in forever. It's so 2001. It really is very 2001. So, Gio, we can tell he works his computers why he's got a lab coat on. He's got we a lab coat. not allowed coat to work on a computer back in the 70s. Hey, even uh, eight years ago when I got my first job in tech, yeah. I had to show up with a lab coat on. Right. Pocket protector, all of that. I, black frame. I didn't even wear glasses at the time. I had to wear black f- framed glasses. I can't even yeah. say it. Apparently, he's been making bootleg uh, computer punch cards yes. for Hoffo. That's right. He's been copying them. Um, they kept talking carbon copies, this copy. They're handing it off. And the greatest, most protective instrument you could transfer any kind of data in, a worn-out cardboard box. You know devious shit's happening when Anybody, you got a worn look, cardboard box. I'm box. getting worried I'm going to get caught. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not copying any more punch cards for you. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? You're going to stop doing that for me, huh? Hey, Al, what do you think about that? Al had the mustache of the movie for me. Really? There's something about Al and his face. He was so innocent and yet guilty at the same time. And a lot of that was the hair and the mustache. Well, do you guys remember, um, did you guys ever watch the old uh, Carol Burnett show? I haven't. No, I'm aware of it, but I didn't yeah. watch okay. it. Al, Al kind of looks like uh, Lyle Wagner's evil twin brother. Same, same grooming hair, but yeah, you know, kind of ragged, you know, raggedy stash. And was he played by Tim booty. Conway? What? No, not What's like his, that. Okay. I was, oh, I was gonna say, was his character played by Tim Conway? Because it was a very Tim Conway esque okay. look to Al, too. But no. a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So Al is surrounded by two goons, and they put a gun to his head and a gun in his hand, and tell him, "Shoot, Geo." Right, because Gio walks off. He's like, I don't want nothing to do with this. This is the last time, and he walks off. Right, and they look at Al, and they're like, oh, is that your story, too? Are you going to walk out on us? Do you want to take him out? Come on, guys. I don't want to do no, this. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not, I'm, I'm, no Mur- Murray's calling me out on my lack of knowing character names, and he's right. Yeah. I was thinking of somebody else. So it means you have to use Jim Croce's I, ha- I Got a Name at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Gio, I think he had a lovely, either a necklace or a, a bracelet of crucifixes. Yeah, it was a necklace. Okay. You can see it popping out uh, yeah. from the science lab coat. And he gets shot in the back by Al. Al right. didn't want to do it. Al, Al folded over when he was pressured because they put a gun to his head. And, oh my God, here's another thing. I meant to bring this up. I love something about this movie. Everybody has a unique gun. Think about that. What is Frank Handum here? Sawed off double barrel shotgun or rifle of some sort, but it was double barrel. And he's always taking out one bullet at a time. He's always building up that tension. It reminded me a lot of Hard Target. We see uh, Hoffa with the gun later in the movie. He gets from somebody else another unique gun. We see our boys load up later. Two more unique guns. Yeah. This movie. Everybody had their signature gun, and I loved it. So Gio gets shot in the back, and they take that beautiful necklace for some reason. Uh, you know, just the trinket to show him, like, oh, do you want to get Geo'd? Yeah, and so, yeah. all right, next morning, Harry and Slaughter are just hanging out by the pool, 
Because like you said, Slaughter's like, they'll come to me. And lo and behold, Anne is there at that pool in a bikini. Didn't. Didn't. And Harry's like, I got to take my shot. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go for it. And when, like, Slaughter's just trying not to laugh. He's like, you do that, my man. When in South America, do as the South Americans hit on this woman. And then the anti-slaughter happens where I... You said to cringe for Harry. Harry had no game at all. I'm so yeah. glad this scene exists in this movie. Matt, do you want to take us through this scene? Well, he's kind of, well, now the more we talk about it, he's kind of the uh, like a neutered Felix Leiter for you James Bond fans. He just, you know, in full dress, sits next to her uh, by the pool. And, you know, he might as well be Charlie Brown's teachers the way he's talking. Mm-hmm. She doesn't hear mm-hmm. any of it. And then she gets up and goes to slaughter, as one would do. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, 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 intrude. But uh, me and my my big black friend over there, yeah, we, we had a bet. He was we, too nervous to come over and talk to you, so <laughs> I'm doing it for him. He <laughs> says that. Are you? A, we, we thought maybe you're a lonely traveler. You know, you're, which as a lonely traveler, that's absolutely what a woman <laughs> wants to hear. Are you a lonely traveler? I had, a, I had just, a better chance sitting next to her going, love me. Yes, exactly. She just face palms him. Doesn't even look at yeah, him. Right. Gets up and walks over to Slaughter. Slaughter gives a little like smirk. Like, eh. I got plans uh, for dinner tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you to fuck right off. And there's the, the director has the great moment where Anne and Slaughter, they, they tink their glasses. There's a close-up of the glasses. Yes. And once the glasses separate, there's Rip. Just pissed off is all be i love that you brought if there's one thing i love to talk about that we love to talk about like our blood and sweat shot where we (laughs) zoom in on the fire the portrait of the fireplace and then we zoom out and we're looking at a fireplace this shot zooming in on those glasses clinking and then there is Griftward chocolate chip dip? Uh, you can hear Jack Star at the director go, "Okay, uh, Stella, Jim, you got hold steady with the glasses. Rip, you ready back there? Yeah, I'm ready." And then there's the shot. <laughs> and then Sadly Harry's the Harry's like, "Oh my god, this is another. This is the story of this movie is re- regaining your manhood because uh-huh. he's like." He just the, the the woman the closest his vicinity. He's like, would you date me? No comprende, senor. Yes, Henry or <laughs> Harry. Harry's going around just like somebody here will fuck me, right? <laughs> you, ma'am, do you speak English? Do you like sex with Americans? No English, senor. He just gets up and walks. Yep. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, and then we get a nice little reveal here. Who's behind them swimming in the pool? Hey, Harry, I'll fuck you. I know. I'm apparently I'm the only person who knows who this, this is. It's Kim Walker. It's Kim Walker. And so I guess she wants. She's like she wants to talk to Slaughter. So she, that's her way of getting Slaughter away from the white bitch. Oh well, she was talking to Harry, but yeah, she's got to work through Harry. Apparently, these two. Oh, she does, oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, she does clown on Harry too. Yeah. Just yeah. rubs it in on him. He, she he tries to clown back down on her, but he's a stuttering freak, so he's like, "Well, blah, 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 I think you, you got a penis in those trunks there." He's trying. It's not working. The stutter ways. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now we next scene. Of course, the next scene you'd expect Anne and Slaughter fucking. It's just them fucking, they cleaned glasses. Of course. And again, Murray, my theory, she's working him. Not at all. Yep. Straight to bed. 
exactly. Didn't, they she didn't even have shrimp. that if she was. She would play like she would tease them a little. No, in South America, you always have some prawns over ice before you fuck. I'm a cultured man. No, that, I know this. No, that is, I believe, Hong Kong, oh, where you have the seafood platter, as we saw in Golden Needles. Oh my God! I'm and and my... I tell you, Slaughter doesn't eat any Golden Needles because he can get his dick hard. Yeah. I'm getting my business. floor plays mixed up. I did. So, there's no preamble. To I'm this. gonna assume 1972. This scene was cut from every Southern theater because yeah. we're seeing Jim Brown, beautiful black man, Stella Stevens, beautiful white woman, getting down. Yeah. But sadly, I'm sorry. I've been really bummed out, like with the sex scenes for black exploitation history. I, I feel like we're going to come out of black exploitation month with the straight up porno so we can just get the No, no, I'm, uh, no, from what I remember the last movie we were going to do probably has the ultimate oh, okay. fuck scene. Okay, good. But okay. yeah, I'm like I mean we got Pam Greer, I'm like you know, no. This was pretty weak. Yeah. Maddingly, no. No. Put the put the Sweden scale away. We don't need it for we this. We don't need it. Uh, we but is this the one because there's there's two is this the one where we get some full like not full frontal this but we is see it. that they're totally naked this is it this is yeah. the first one where we're yep. zooming in and we're we're seeing naked crotches this together. scene inspired the song Ebony and Ivory and even then I'm still like, not into it yeah All right. I mean Matt is it moving the needle for you um you have to remember at the time it was this was Jim's second kind of interracial love scene because of Raquel Welch and 100 Rifles. So we're still taking baby steps at this, at this point. So, but yeah, I understand it's not, it's not nine and a half weeks. It's not angel heart, but it's, it's something, but yeah, I, I understand. We, we, we've been kind of spoiled with our on-screen romances. Uh, we have. In our lives. We explained in Shaft as a society, we're taking baby steps yes. with the interracial yeah. love scenes. And yeah. People weren't ready. We're like, t- Easing them in. Yeah. I, Black I, sexuality was threatening. To, I, Hoffa represents all the guys who are, who are threatened by black sexuality. It, it, it sucks, but people need to realize like society takes forever to move in any one direction. Because right. we had this scene. These two are clearly naked in the same bed. And that's yeah. why we were talking about, as an actor, if you get a hard-on, because that's, that's involuntary. That's biological. You can't, you know. That's if anything, at, at, best, at worst, it's a compliment. And it's, it's still not even, it's awkward. Yeah, it's not even an intentional. Co- it's just yeah. like, shit, <laughs> fuck. You know, there is no real comprehension to it. It's just shit, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do this. Right. Uh, but we got to remember, because we did this when we talked about the great movie, Commando, years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, three years ago, however long ago we did it. Yeah. There was supposed to be an interracial scene in that. Right. Arnold's love interest was supposed to be uh, Ray Don Ray Don Chong, yeah. and they were like, "We can't do it because it might upset Southerners." Yeah. So, South people, fucking yeah. come on! I yeah, think they're I finally say, coming for up. All our foreign listeners, it's all the South's fault. America's a kick-ass country. It's yep. the South that ruins it for us. Yeah, you know? they did have to do. They did. They did have to do a little bit of. Uh, of uh, dubbing over this to go over the boy, yo, 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 yo. yes, of course. Well, it, technically, it <laughs> awooga. Yeah, the sex scene was the Tex Avery cartoon. <laughs> it was the diving board sound effect because we came from a pool scene. I like so. the one where it's like the running in place. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Yeah. 
Yakety sex. Just... <laughs> what we're trying to say is we made that sex scene more exciting than what it was. Yeah. It was well, they do this thing where it's like a bed in the middle of a pitch black room with the tiniest little light illuminating them. And it the camera is just circling them. And so sometimes through the bed frame you see like a shoulder or a hand digging in. That the was back. the second scene. That was the yeah. second scene, yeah. Also, but... The lighting was bad. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah it was so it was, dark. It was awful. lack of lighting, I should say. Yeah. 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 All right. We check in on Harry and Kim. They are screaming over this because she does not like how Slaughter does his shit. And Harry's like, because she's like, are you going to go along with me, Harry, or not? He's like, As a matter of fact, I'm not because I like his style. And I'm with Swift Slaughter says I do. So he's deep in the cock smog as well. Ooh. Slaughter's out for a night walk, as you do after you fuck a beautiful white woman. Okay. Gotta walk it off. So are they telling us that he went to Kim's place then? Kim is in Or the... Ann, Ann's place, excuse me. Yes, I think. Slaughter so. went to Ann's place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Matt, we didn't lose you, right? No, I'm right here. Okay, I thought I heard a noise. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, no. It's yeah, he's at Ann. He's at, he to probably he's walking probably back to the hotel. That's why he's out walking. Right. Well, he's I saw stretch his legs out, you know. He's right. A few hundred yards. I'm glad we brought up the legs here, though, because think about this. Murray, what do we always talk about as a prize fighter? What do you not do before a fight? You don't have sex. Women weak legs. Exactly. There you go, Mickey. Thank you. This man, he's got a trot. He's he should be in the ministry of silly walks because he's got so much core control still. That's how superhuman slaughter is. Right. That's when I realized the Maybe power. Maybe we us home in a wheelchair after fucking Tell Stevens. But Ex- Slaughter, like, another day at the office. Another day at the office, man. He came in. He he punched the punch cards. He fucking filed the taxes. He punched he did her it. card. He punched her card. And that <laughs> card's going to get a lot of mileage. We're going to be thinking about that one for a while. He still had her Stevens, so. There we go. So as he's walking back to the hotel, we notice two goons. I think one of them's Frank, right? One of them was Frank, yes. I called him Sonny because he, he had some Sonny Bono energy going off him. You know what they say about these guys? They all have rhythm. Dudes. When I watched it the second time, I was trying to remember when I did the notes. I got it wrong. You know what they say about these dudes? Yeah. They all got rhythm. That's Let's more racist. Out. Dudes. <laughs> dudes. I don't then, like yeah, this. Yeah, it's and like then car and then they thought, hey, let's chase Jim Brown with a car. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and it's Jim Brown. He's doing it. I mean. What position did Jim Brown he's play? Running back. He's running, running back. back. Okay. You think you're going to go down. And you know Larry Zonka, but he was good. <laughs> I will have you know, I've been playing Tecmo Super Bowl all week. Yeah. For some reason. We'll get into that later. But you know what teams I picked? Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders, Thurman Thomas. So the Bills, the Raiders, and the Lions. I was just picking all of the great running backs that came to my head. Avery Zonko was not one of them. Well, he wasn't playing at that time. He was not playing at the time. But no, I went straight to the greats. Slaughter, I mean, it's like you said, we're awful explaining action. But honestly, this action was almost as bad as the action in the bedroom. Because it's just... Just uh, Jim yeah. Brown just evading a car. Yeah, I don't. Matt, can you help it out anymore, or is it? Yeah, just... it's a lot of yeah, like you know him running and hiding in doorways because the the car can't scrape up against it, and 
yeah, fast turns, fast turn here, fast turn there. You know, if you if you really wanted to see something, you you'd have had it like on a single track, and have Jim just you know like he did with Franco Harris, have a hundred yard run dash against the car. Yeah, would have you know he would have smoked the doors off the car. But yeah, there's a lot of so we we complain about fast cutting in action films these days. This one this one has a bit of it. Yeah. yeah. But at least each time it's do- it's supposed to be like he's going down a different uh, alley and everything. Yeah, I don't know what neighborhood in Mexico City they're filming this. Also, there was a scene where the car hit like a power meter and burst That's... into flames, and then they and then there was a a fire extinguisher in the car, and they took care of it. Yeah, it was a little continuity issue in the chase scene. There's continuity issues in a lot of the chase scenes. One we'll get to later that. I don't know yeah. if it'll make Murray happy or make and, that. Uh, Slaughter's plan is, I don't know what I'll do. I'll climb up a wall on the top, and they can't hit me. That's right. And it works. Right. It works. Yep. And somehow a guy... Going higher works. Yeah. For once. Yeah. yeah. Well, he we'll didn't learn go, later on. He didn't go to a rooftop. No. There was That's just true. like... There's just like a grassy knoll that he climbed up onto, and that gives you the perfect advantage. Grassy knolls, dangerous. Rooftops, death. So and you're that, saying is that slaughter ran back and to the left? Yes. Okay. I don't know what I disagree to, but yes. JFK. <laughs> okay. I mean, we were doing this, right? The uh, which works the perfect roost because the car slowly just flips over and falls into like a drainage ditch or some shit, like a river. Yeah, great drainage in Mexico. I mean, South America. I mean, yeah, yeah. That guy. Not I, America. I, all I got to say is, don't drink the water. Which guy... In a Jerry Bruckheimer film, Jim would have said before the car exploded. What just happened? <laughs> Did we just lose right. you? Was no, it... I'm right here. Wait. Yeah. Did we miss the punchline? That was line? a very dramatic pause. What, that was a was dramatic was pause. Were we getting a punchline there? Were we oh. supposed to do the punchline? <laughs> yeah. Did you was hear the it? the punchline nothing? Yeah. No, we did not. What was that line? Now we, now we stepped on it. What is it? If it, was a, if, it, if, if it were a Jerry Bruckheimer film, Jim Brown would have said, Shh, don't drink the water before the car explodes. <laughs> okay. I think we did miss it. So okay. he's got... Wait, wait, where? No, I thought he was leaving Anne's, but no, he's going to meet Anne for a, a dinner. That's right. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? Come on, guys. We're not idiots here. We're geniuses. Misunderstood geniuses. You're right. He is leaving this place. He's in a very nice outfit, a suit. He's got, he's like, I've got to go to South America to murder a man. Let me pack all my three-piece suits. Well, yeah. You never know what's going to happen. You might find the love of your life. South American summer? It is sweltering. Casinos, man. Casinos. Yeah, he brought his talks with him. All I know is he shows up at the Mexican restaurant. Is this and... Vinny's? Oh, my God. This might be the first Vinny's. I'm glad Matt knew. I'm glad Matt knew because I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't... We get too into our own tropes, but you saw the guy come out. It wasn't a bubbling cauldron of cheese. He had the convenience store version of the cheese machine that you dip your fingers into and drizzle it. Before there was a golden shower, or maybe it was after. I don't know the history of golden showers. There was a cheesy <laughs> That's shower. Amazing, because you're, you're the bee guy. We I'm just the learned bee that. Guy. I know. I, I'm the you know the generation of first, dude. It's just about peeing. But they did the cheesy shower where you just drizzled cheese off your fingers on your lover, and it's beautiful. That's a fun don't for me. That's a fun. <laughs> but <laughs> That's he, green arri- bacon. 
I'm glad we write these jokes out beforehand, because otherwise... Yeah, this is all scripted, people. All scripted. All scripted. AI writes it. That's why AI, it's so yeah. inarticulate. Yeah. So, he's all disheveled, obviously. He's yeah. uh, suit's all dirty. She's like, what happened to you? I like this, because we talked about the casino scene where he walked in, and the roulette wheel just like was going in slow motion, and people were throwing dice in slow motion, because we have... I, I don't know why there was like the Benny Hanna grill happening at a Mexican restaurant, but that's the genius of Vinny. Oh, Mexican fusion, yeah. Vinny's always fusing well, he was everything. Trying, I mean, there's multiple. Vinny's doesn't this. It's not just Mexican and Italian. Yeah, he he's all fusion. He's he invented a, the idea of fusion. He's an incredibly cultured man. In fact, you know when they say my car's so hot you could fry an egg on it, he has a car that is just there to fry eggs on. I don't Guys, get I, it. I, I know what it is. Vinny visited the whorehouse in coffee and said, I need to have all the cuisine of the universe in my restaurants. That's it. Uh, by the way, it's not a whorehouse. It's a hoe abode. Okay? It's a hoe abode. Oh, ho -abode. My, my apologies. My faux pas okay. to the community. Yeah. Be respectful. That's okay. We know you meant well. You know, yeah. it was just coming from a place of ignorance, and we're happy to help. Slaughter's like, look, you narrow-ass white bitch. You are involved. Narrow-ass white bitch. It came up again. Yeah. A lot of narrow asses in the set. A lot of narrow asses. Pam Greer's ass was a little narrow when you saw it in coffee. Right, right. But Their tits made up for it. Okay. 70s was not a great ass decade. I, I mean, I thought it was better than what we see in the 90s. If you relate, if you compare the two... She's like, look, Felici doesn't want you dead. He's wanting him to touch you. Right. What about Hoffo? Because he, he is immediately on Anne's case. He's like, you're working with them. You're trying to get me eliminated. I don't know what happened after we fucked and where I just came from and where I was going, but it was here. Even in a disheveled state, he's still exuding that fucking cock smog. And she right. takes a big-ass huff of it. A huffa. If you huffo, if you will, I'm not saying I'm. And she's just like, "I love you. I want to be with you." I this showed up. Flips, Griff. How is she not in his smart? I showed up early to come on this date today. Yeah. When have you known a woman to be early for anything? I don't want. That's wanna... called cocksmog. Matt, is this what you're seeing too? Back to the cocksmog. You're seeing. Uh... You're both You've been outvoted. No. You lose. No. No. You're, End of story. You're both wrong. No. She is playing him for a fool. She is not. She is Are trying. Are we in the same movie? She is doing everything she can to get out of her situation. She does not give a fuck about him. She's willing to screw over everybody to get and out of whatever she's And go in. back to Rip Torn? No. I'm not saying she's going back to Rip. I was saying that she's Felici's girl. That was my story at the beginning. So she maybe is, she's the one that puts she's the one that puts the hair curlers in him every night before he goes to bed. <laughs> I believe that. Put a little of that. I don't know that juice they put on it. I don't know what it is. I'm not yeah. saying she's fucking like you know married to you know into Rip at all. I'm saying that she's a Felici girl, and she's willing to do that because she sees that as her next step up. So I'm not buying this at that all. That might have been before Slaughter, but after Slaughter, it's all about Slaughter. And know why? Because the very next scene, they're fucking again. They just fucked one scene earlier. Murray, the yeah. easiest way to keep a guy in your fog is to fuck them. If you're a moral man, if you're hairy, I'd be totally agreeing with you. 
This is fucking not no first name slaughter. No. Captain must be his first name. Look what just happened. She he was just attacked, assaulted by uh what he assumed to be Felici's guys, and he assumes that Anne is Felici's woman. So of course he's like, You're up to something. You guys are wrong. No, you're wrong. She's a Felici woman, and she's just getting in his fucking head. Exactly what Felici asked her to do. You're wrong. No, you're you're lost in the fog. You guys are both in the Jim Brown fog. I've been <laughs> hearing you guys talk about Jim Brown. Oh, Griffin is Larry Zonka, the white running back. <laughs> of course you guys are obsessed First of all, with Larry or Jim Brown. It's smog. It's not fog. Get you're the, right. Get, smog. Get Excuse it right. Me. No. All right. They head back for some more tame. We don't want to offend people in the South Sex. See? I, I believe if it was real... <laughs> Into it, sex. It would have been rowdy as fuck. That's if my wanted... favorite part of the video store, right there. Rowdy as fuck. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to say tame doesn't offend the south. Oh, that's that's up that's up front for the parents. Yes. That's that's right next to the rowdy as fuck, so they could be like, oh, I'm just looking at the tame as fuck. But yeah, if you've ever been interested in seeing Jim Brown's ass, you can let Jim Brown ass in this scene. If you're... He's pretty proud. All right. Next morning, Slaughter's out at the resort, just hanging out, and catches up to meet him. And, and she's. And uh, way, I'm sorry, Jim doesn't have Slaughter doesn't have time for buttoning shirts. Not today. Oh man! Well, again, I I just said that we're in the South American heat. He's been wearing a three piece all fucking week, and he's like, no, I'm gonna don my. Tiny little button-up shirt that I can just leave open and let these fucking running back abs fly. As if he if he had buttoned the shirt and the goons come after him, all he had to do was was exhale and the buttons would have blinded the goons easily. Oh yeah, burst it off. Yeah. Yep. He's like, oh, I gotta go back to Dominic. I don't want to be with you. He's like, well, why don't you just stay with me? You don't understand. I was given to Dominic. I was a gift to him, if you will. I'm his. And he's like, baby, you don't have to. This ain't fucking Civil War time. Yeah. You don't belong to no one but me. That's right. That's a Taylor Swift song, by the way. That was where she got the inspiration for her song, You're Mine. That's, so Watching a Slaughter? lesser yeah. film, in a lesser film, she was his a gift eight years ago. So there would yeah. be, in, in today's movie world, there'd be 20 minutes on an eight-year eight montage of ownership. Yes, there would have been the passing of where Anne came from. We don't need that. I like we'd, this. We'd see, we'd see a montage of Rip slapping uh, Stella with different types of hair going on his head. and, and Yeah, it's not good. And then we wouldn't have these questions. Are we saying this scene inspired eight years of I slave? Like, I like, oh. Or 12 years of eight, slave? Eight years of slave? That's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah about a white woman being enslaved so of course it did better in the theaters because white no, people no, it's it's uh you have to have less than a man so eight years instead of 12 oh of course just as we're about to learn more about this ownership deal his slaughter sense are stingling oh my like, god look have you tried out the hedge maze they have here it's pretty pathetic let's yep. go to it it's almost That's as hard. bad as the title pool That's, yeah it, yeah so he goes into this like weak hedge maze. He dumps her into one part, and then he finds a different part to hide in because he's trying right. to get separated from her. He doesn't want to get her to get harmed. So it's like Frank and two goons. 
And Slaughter's like, I'm going to do what they least expect me to do. I'm going to go to the rooftop. So he lures the guys to the rooftop. Yeah, he, he does the peekaboo on one guy down in the hedge maze. Hey, man, it's me, your friend, White Billy. White Billy punches the fuck out of him. So he's trapped up on the roof, two guys with guns, and Frank with his little switchblade. And the guys with the guns are like, Frank's got this. Let's put our guns away. No, Frank tells him that. He's oh, just like, okay. put your guns away. I'm going to take care of this guy. And battle. Yeah. Oh, boy. And this is why Slaughter had to have just one button buttoned. Yes. Because he takes his shirt off. What did we learn from coffee? Right. If you're going to a knife fight, you wrap your shirt around your off arm. Yes. To catch the right. knife. Just something that, you know, lessen that blow, whatever, because you're, you're anticipating you got to fucking catch a knife. So in the process, he tussles because he's basically handling Frank no problem. So the goons have to get involved. And this is where he just starts hurling goons off of the rooftop. One lands in the tidal pool. One right. lands like on the maze. And again, this is what I was talking about. Where you're, we're, we're so used to the whole myth that if you fuck the night before, your agility, your legs, they're gone. But Jim Brown is a veteran running back. So his lower body work here, like seriously, Murray, watch this in... Minus 16 slow, slow mow it for a million because his work, his core work, his leg work, everything about this fascinating blows me away. Six million dollar man noises as you're watching it in slow motion. Of course, you do the one with the uh, fireworks going off. The ones, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I love love how he picks up the one dude and tosses him off the roof and then punches a the guy so hard he he rolls down a, a set of stairs. A set of stairs. There's a set of stairs that go to the roof. Well, I've how never... do you get to a roof? You need stairs. Rope ladder. It's always rope ladder. No, that, for Harry it is. For Harry it is. Yeah. 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 So Frank just scurries off. He knows he's been beaten. We do need to mention that we get a guy thrown. I, you might have already said yeah, it. In the title pool? Title pool. Yeah. Got to use it. It's a great thing. Like, obviously, the director loved that. Or yeah. maybe they said, hey, you want to film here, you get that title pool in there. We're selling this hotel on this title pool alone. Please get some more shots of it. Also, poolside. White bitches everywhere. White tail. Um, and our hero, Slaughter, gets one knife slash to the abs. That's it. Rubs off. Barely bleeding at all. Right. Pap smear, if you will. Back to Felici. He has got Al. I guess Al like got so guilt ridden he like ran himself out, or was it because he was wearing Gio's necklace? No, he brought the necklace, and he's like, "Sir, I am so sorry. I got to tell you though, uh, G- Gio's not going to be around anymore because, uh, what's his name? I can't even think of Hafo. You saw, you were right. I was going to call him Hafo. I don't even remember his fucking name. Hafo took Gio back and killed him." He's trying to cut in on your game, sir. No, he made me kill him. He admits that he... Oh, okay. He's like, I didn't want to kill him. Okay. He made me. And then uh, Felici's like, well, I guess we got to take out two people then. Right, because that makes him a rat, and it makes you a rat for ratting on Hafo, who I'm pissed at now, but that still... That doesn't correct your wrong. You still snitched, and you're going to get stitched. Stitched. And he runs for it, gets shot in the back. That's right. Goes out like the rat he is. Felici goes, Eddie. 
Young Hoffa's time is come, and so is Slaughter's. It makes me sad there's no respect anymore. You gotta love veteran mobsters, because it's all, it's just like, oh, why they disrespect It's me? about honor. It's just about Which, honor. Which, of course, it never was, but you know, yeah. everyone loves that idea that yeah, the no, mob I'm, had honor. When, as soon as they get arrested, they flip on everybody. Right. Yeah. All right, so now Felici calls up uh, a slaughter. He's like, hey, I know the man who killed your papa. I'm willing to give him over. Just come to the casino tonight, and I'll just give him to you. So slaughter goes, Harry, I, get, I, bet, I hope you got a tux, because we're going to the casino tonight. And he asks Anne to, get, to help out as well. How oh. to Felici. Yeah, because now we actually are seeing that all three of them are quote unquote working together. Right. Like because she's des- she's madly in love with both of them are madly in love with Slaughter. Harry and Anne. Oh, you know what? Even Kim's here is what I yeah, yeah I, I forgot that Anne was here too. Cause he's like telling her, like, baby, you're gonna be the most important part of this whole mission. He's got his whole little A team together now. Even though Kim does not get a mission. She's like, you go back to the pool and just wait. Keep the hot dogs warm. Felici, uh, he he should be playing bocce if he's a true Italian, but he's playing handball. I guess handball was hot in 72. Right. It came with the the house, so you use it. Yeah, you got to use it. Question for you guys. Is this his office? Because there's one balcony, and it looked like on one side of the balcony is his desk, and on the other side of that balcony is the handball arena. Maybe that's maybe that's how he works. As maybe that's how he brainstorms. If he's stuck on a point, he just goes down and bangs a few balls to, right. to get the to clear the head. Right, like he's working on his autobiography. He's like, "Fuck, man, how what? How do I describe how I fuck this bitch? I just can't think of the words." How many curlers do I have to buy this month? And uh, you go, you go play some handball. Right. Yeah. So as he's doing that, he looks over his shoulder, and lo and behold, Hoffo and two goons are watching. Yeah, Eddie. And uh, Frank. It's Eddie and Frank. Yeah, and he's just like, how's that computer nerd shit happen? I don't get it. You know, what's this? Numbers. What am I? Some kind of autistic guy? Rings true. You know, what's the old adage? Even we have it today. Old people don't know computers. Here we are in the 70s doing the whole story. Right. It's like, he wouldn't know a punch card from a punching bag. <laughs> he wouldn't know a punch card from a punch key. Murray, keep it topical. I just learned the West Coast people. Did you get no hey, idea. Hey Matt, did you get a punch key? Do they have punch keys in Indiana? Uh, they, they don't know how to spell them down here, yet alone have them. So no. for I, them, it's a donut. I didn't should have sent one down to you. Sorry. I didn't I'll, re- I'll, I'll, I'll get one the next time I'm in, I'm in the state. So no worries. Good. Good. I didn't realize I was talking to, like most of my work colleagues are on the West Coast. They, and one of them's in Kentucky. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Fat Tuesday. Did you guys get a poonchki today? And they're like, excuse me? What did you just say? Is that sexual? And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Poonchki? You've never heard of poonchki? And they're like, calm down with that word. What are you saying to us? And I had to send them the Wikipedia article because you try to spell poonchki for people who don't yeah, know it's, that it's an, That's an old school thing. you know. But then yeah. again, I think Lent, Lent is an old school thing. So people ask me what I give up for Lent. I'll give up something for Lent when the churches stop covering things up. Ooh. Man. So, We're not going to be able to put well, this one up on you. Speaking of a good Catholic, Felici is like, <laughs> oh, 
Good. Bleachy thinks he's in charge still. He's like, oh, by the way, you recognize this little uh, necklace with a lot of crucifixes? Because I'm a good Catholic. I love my punchkis after I go to church. Yeah. I, I, your boy Al, he ratted you out. I'm on to you, Hoffo. Al is dead, and so are you. Eddie, Frank, take care of this guy. And then Hoffo's like, <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. This is when his hair, Grifthorn's hair, is getting the most Griffish out of control. He is just crazy. Oh, Mario, Mario, what are you thinking? You're so out of touch with the world. Do you even know how the computer works? Do you even know about the slash ETC file? Oh, my God. Mario, you're out of touch. You're obsolete. I run the show now. All that data? I moved it to another gigantic computer room. I've been copying it. Control C, Control V, baby. I was taking over while you were too busy laying with your polo ponies in that little casino. Uh, oh, I think you were wrong. Is this good Italian? Beautiful. Oh, Eddie, get your gun out. Shoot him in the face. I hate him. And then Eddie just hands the gun over to Hoffo. The, again. No, don't forget, don't forget the weird lens when you shoot him. <laughs> That's right. He has the weird lens. The googly eye fish lens. Uh... But it, I love the fact that they had this in his like little handball arena because he looked like you know a rat in a cage or something. And big, he was tall, looking up at white, the new boss. Yeah, big, tall, Symbolism. white walls and everything. He's and despite is, all his rage, he's just an Italian rat, rat in a cage. That's right. Thank you, Billy. Oh, uh, I also just love that in this scene, Mario had the deepest tan I've ever seen on a person. Like you've been hanging around Joe Coleman way too long. Well, you're, you're in South America, America, man. You know you got <laughs> yeah. to have the 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 cocoa butter yeah. at, at yes. level two. Yeah, the cocoa butter's not good enough for him. He needs something thinner. He needs a just like a thin little coating. He probably just wrapped sheepskin around him. Or, you know? or grape grapeseed oil, so there's no maybe that. Oh, yeah. so the question is: Is Mario black enough for you? Well, no, he's brown. I think he's there's got our a, answer. Yeah, he's got a deep coat. I don't know. I'm sorry. Now we have the Dennis Hopper monologue from True Romance. <laughs> I, that's the third time that movie's come up this week, and I've never seen it. Oh, it's oh, set God. in Detroit. Part of it was. Yes. Awful. I mean, we all remember how back in the 90s, Detroit had grindhouse theaters and comic book shops for, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tarantino, you nailed. So now we need to do true every twenty feet, with, man. Every yeah, twenty yeah. feet, yeah. Grindhouse and comic book store. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead, guys. I, eventually, I we're gonna do. Flint, so there was only one of each, and they were only oh, they were okay. like you know, miles <laughs> apart. Of course, we're gonna do true romance with Matt Sosi in the future. <laughs> yeah, and we're God. gonna hear all about nineties Detroit. Nineties, oh, you guys boy. would know a lot more about it. So Hoffo shoots Felici once, and then the goons just finish the job. You gotta love that about a fucking guy who's trying to take control. Like, I shot him once. I'm fucking tired. I'm gonna go lay down. I'm gonna go eat some goldfish crackers. That night at the casino, Harry, well, Harry's being Harry. Failing with the ladies again. Oh, right. They all go straight. Uh, he just go. he just finds the only, the women in in South America, who don't speak English because they all—that's oh, their immediate thing. No comprende, senor. And they walk people away. are implants too. They're just here because you know this is where the action. Transplants. 
Transplants. Excuse me. I said implants. <laughs> well, some of the girls hit it. Dr. Freud. <laughs> I went, yeah, I went total titillage here. Uh, and yeah, he is always finding the girls who are, uh, yeah, that, that's Harry's gift in life, though, is to find the people who don't speak English. Slaughter shows up because he's gonna he's gonna finally find out who killed his parents. So he's led to the Felici's office. They all come together. He was told to come here by Felici, and so right. he's here to meet that. A guy escorts him. Before they do, he goes to Anne. If I'm not back in five minutes, hit the circuit breaker. Well, Anne looking her worst yet. And again, this is another reason why I believe that Anne is trying to like play with his head because Anne's looking awful here. And she's like, oh, no, you can't go. You got to let's just run away together. You can't do this. This is called and, and we're normal people. This is called being in love with somebody. According to Griff, it's working. It's, it's grifting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Usually when a woman says, can we run away together? It means you're in love. All right. With that's why I've, at 37 years of age, I've only had strong, successful relationships that are ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to argue with you on the same boat. So. <laughs> Uh, so he goes to the room. It's the, the lights are dim, but there's, uh, I mean, I'm like, Hey, what's, what's Felici doing there? Yeah. He lets the guy escort him open the door and he looks across and it's, it's lit like an AEW arena, which means it's dark as fuck. You can barely even see that there's another human being. You just hear somebody breathing. And so good thing slaughter, slaughter senses are going bananas at this point. Right. So he takes his escort and throws him towards the desk where Fellini, uh, Felici. Felici. I did fuck up a name. Yeah, Fellini's. So actually, Federico Fellini did second unit photography on Slaughter. So you, you're <laughs> that was all the uh, the uh, fish eyed lens. Fish eyed lens. Fellini's. That's thing. right. That was his yeah, thing. exactly. He he, no, he was, wanted to play around with it. Smart move on Slaughter. You have to throw the escort in to get shot first and then run off because he's Jim right. Brown. At first. I thought it was Felici's dead body that was in there. No, it was just some, like a scarecrow that they had with, this, his, with his wig on it. This is what I call the Danny Trejo special because this looked like the dummy from Death Wish 4. This is, do you want me to get a shot, a shot of that for you? Sure. Totally. So, that, that dummy so, has its own IMDb page. <laughs> so while that's happening, Harry's back in the casino Frank, who he doesn't know, sits next to him and all, gets all chummy with him. He's like, hey, where are you from, buddy? You know, and he's like, I'm from Dallas. He's like, really, Dallas? That's so spectacular. Have you ever been to any, you know, cool cities or anything? No, just New York and Chicago, normal cities. Dallas, tell me all about it. Do your ladies there have titties? Do they speak English? And Is Jerry like, Jones an ass bag? Oh, well, yeah, everyone agrees. And then Frank's like, you know what? I got to take a whiz. Can you watch my hand for a minute? Bet, put, put, you see all my money there? Put it on 13, buddy. 13? That's a good one. And his friend, his new friend, Frank. It's like, that is a good one. Let me hug you real quick. Yeah, this is a nut, this is a really smooth move. He gets up to leave and he's like, he does the move like when you're trying to like put your arm around with a stretch to get your arm around your girlfriend. That doesn't work when you're like trying to buy a ticket for a show and you think a girl's clearly hitting on you and you stretch across. Yeah, it was almost like the Bob Backlund chicken face, face front face chicken wing. 
front face shaking wing. Yeah, of course. He's he's basically hover handing him, yeah. and then he goes in and puts him in a chokehold, right, in front of everybody. And they they do they do the smart thing. They get the fisheye lens to the ground, and then you see everybody in the crowd because again, you're supposed to be seeing this through uh, Harry's eyes. He's getting choked out in front of everybody, and they're all like, "All oh, these drunks are just having fun." See, the problem was the roulette the, the roulette dealer needed to lift the wrist to see in how many times if he was out or not. Well, he did, but just as he's about to do the third one, which we know is the is the he's the out. Yeah. Yep. Slaughter with the run in. Right. With the, first... with the orchestra. This this is also a highlighted scene right here because the combination of Jim Brown, the orchestra, and jumping up on the table, blasting away. Did you notice? And all the chaos, the Asian guy grabs all the money off the table. Yeah, they did. They went there. <laughs> they they did go there. Okay, let's oh. go ahead and just imagine he did that himself. He just decided in this shot, I'm going to do this. So there's just a big what? shootout and hits the lights. And our boys just leap out a window. That was Ann's job window. when he got up lights. to leave. Yeah. yeah, he said, go hit the lights. And this would have been the perfect time. Maybe this is with the inspiration behind the great Metallica song, Hit the Lights, but they hit the lights. And it could they, have been a good song oh, for this. She hits the lights, they hit the window. Yeah, because they're fighting it out. They're shooting it out. There's a nice funny scene here with Harry where he's shooting, pow, 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 pow. And we're not doing the fake movie thing where they have endless clip hack going. He finishes up his clip, and then he goes... See, all oh. the time they saved at the beginning with no family and no introduction to Anne and all that stuff, they we were able to see a gun get a, lo a loaded clip. So yes. resourceful filmmaking. Well, there's some more clip action later on, but we're not going right. to get to that just yet. That's right. Yeah. Anne's waiting with the car. They hop in and they take off. Boom. We're out of here. So the goons, they're licking their wounds. Hoffo is pissed off, but he's got to take a call. And right. it's, it's apparently from the big boss. The big boss. Back Be in New York or something. Because he's bringing in, hey, I, I, I hear that uh, Felici's gone. That's right, boss. But it's okay. I got everything. I'm going to take care of everything. And, you know, I'm going to get got all the data. I'm going to get this black man. I'm going to chop his wiener off, and I'm going to send it to you in a gift box when I'm done with it. And I've molded it and casted it. This scene inspired the horse head in the... Uh... Godfather. That's right. It originally was a horse cock. It was a well, Jim Brown's a human being. That's a euphemism. Oh, right. It's okay. a euphemism. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Even the fish-eyed lens is big enough for the... Don't worry, boss. I have everything under control. Poor, sad thing would happen to Felici, but you can trust me, boss. Frank, get that bitch in. All right. Manning... Do we need Manning Lane? I mean, this isn't a... No, we don't need you, Mattingly. No, sorry, Mattingly. But this is uh, probably... We should, we should salute the bar of soap for its services in this scene. Yeah. We should. Yeah. yeah. Honorary Oscar for the I bar would... of soap that's uh, uh, sudsing up Anne's bosom. You know, I did notice this is an Irish spring, so it's bringing me back to the Flatley universe. Do you think he's somehow trying to lure her because he's in the underground. It was Irish Spring. I saw Irish Spring, oh, and we know that's Flatley's thing. And we also know he has his own casino. I think he's trying to lure her away. This looks I'm like sorry. his type. Speaking of Irish Spring, did I send you guys that Irish Spring commercial? Yes, you did with Martin Cove. 
Okay, good. So, Make sure. Great accent, up. by the way. Oh, oh God, he was straight out of Far and Away. Strong enough for a lady, made for a man. Anyway, all right. So, uh, yeah, we're just seeing uh, Stella Stevens' tits. I mean, it's a it's a great scene. By the way, uh, Griff, Stella Stevens, Playmate of the Month, nineteen sixty. Sorry, guys, this is before they had turn on to turn off, so no, I did no, not get any. Well, we can assume a few things. Big black dicks. Big black dicks. <laughs> Vinny's nacho cheese sauce. Turn offs. Rip torn. R- rip torn's hair. Rip torn listening to me pee. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely the second one. So, Frank, you said you liked his mustache. I hated his mustache. It was, ugh. Great job with. I never knew, understood how you can just make someone a villain with hairstyles. Yeah, like, no. I was, I was like, it was like primordial feelings I was getting just by these guys' hair. I was like, right. ugh. Harry, Harry could have been a villain if he let his hair grow longer because he had kind oh, of yeah. unkempt hair and he had big sideburns like he was a fisherman or something. But he just kept them in check enough to look like a, a guy who wanted to work for the right forces but needed the right leader. And that's yeah. when Slaughter showed up. And now he's fucking sold. So Frank's like, hey, baby, Hoffa misses you. He wants you back. Then he just grabs her. That's right. This is, of course, Slaughter's room where Anne, Harry, Anne's not there. Kim. I'm going to say Kim. Yeah. I forgot about her again. I'm sorry. Uh, But yeah, they return the room and immediately, and this evidence in the locker, A1, right here. No, I'm sorry. Anne! Anne! Where are you? White tail! My white tail! He has a fucking fit. Fucking fit. Wait, 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 wait. You mean, are you trying to say that Jim Brown emoted? Yes. This is the one scene. This is the one scene. This is what I saw. And I don't want anybody to tell me otherwise. Apparently, just caring about a human being's well-being means you're in the fog. Yeah, thanks. When your favorite thing about them is their pussy. Well, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this. Yeah, Harry tries to calm him down by saying, "I'm your true love." Look in my eyes. And then they're like, "Look, look, man, this is." He drops a look, man. He does. He drops two look, man's eyes, and that snaps uh, slaughter out of it. I yes, I do work for Price. It's where I get my bread, man. It's where I pay my bills. But I'm your... Look, man, I'm your man. Yeah. And Kim's trying to say, no, 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 no. We work for price. And then, and this is why, Harry, I don't remember your last name, codename Marcus, you are one of the good ones because he's ding, ready ding, to ding, throw, ding, 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 throw ding, it all the way that's right. to help his bro slaughter. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. There were some great candidates. And well, according to according to uh, Griff, Anne is just some trifling, the manipulative hoe. Let's let's not get into Anne at this second, Matt. What nope. what made That's what, what made said. yeah what made uh, Harry your case for one of the good ones? He because he's he's yeah. the Felix lighter. He's the Felix lighter of the film. He's the goofy sidekick. He does slaughter. Does everything Harry wants to do. Harry's got two weeks left, and he's ready to throw attention <laughs> away. Yeah. He also, do, he also doesn't do drop an. Slaughter. He also doesn't. He also doesn't drop an n bomb on on slaughter. That's exactly. true. Even when so, he talks 
to the women who don't speak English. He only gets upset that upset that he's not going to get laid. He's just right. working his way up the ladder so he can scream at other action stars in the in the 1980s, but at a <laughs> higher command. He doesn't hate. He appreciates. That's right. That's right. He looks at Slaughter as someone I want to be instead of Hoffo, who's just like, I'll never be that guy, and I hate him for it. Yeah. So 10 years later, when he becomes a police captain on a TV in a movie of another kind, he's going to give the hero 24 hours or else he's going to have to take his badge. Harry, you're one of the good ones. And Salute, Harry. What solidified it for me was Kim said, don't you remember? We're A&W's, man. We're a root beer company. And he says, no, I'm a shotgun company. And the boys load up. Yeah, because you got to remember, this is pre-9-11. You could have a tire arsenal as long as you checked it. Yeah. So Slaughter opens up his suitcase, fucking shotguns. Like you said, they each get their individual guns. Unique individual guns. The one looked like mahogany, like stock on it. Oh my god, the walnut like handles and everything. Finally, hand finished, sanded. This this is where I I mean, hey Matt, we love you, but this is where we really need Jack Battle. Jack, he would just. Oh, I get it. I get it. You mean you mean you mean recent film sociology guest Jack Battle? Absolutely, I know. People, we're dealing with professional here. That was another seamless insert. Oh my. God, I didn't know this was an episode. I got to go listen to that one. By the way, is there is there anything that brings people together more than Golden Globus Theater? We, I, I'm sorry, I'm taking credit. Universe. We're gonna take credit for this. We <laughs> put our show together. <laughs> no, you totally do. We we started because uh, Jack helped me out with our my appreciation for Carl Weathers, and I believe the first question was you two. So yeah, of course. Thank you. Jack, oh we love God. you. We're going to get you on again. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, we, make... we, do need a, we do need a weapons list for this film. Oh, we really do, because these guns, like I said, everybody has a unique gun, and these two guns are also in their own universe. Guys, it sounds like the perfect post-credit scene. That, Jack yeah. just trailing off all the guns. Jack, Jack in his tiny shorts, standing <laughs> over a bunch of guns, just cleaning them or something with a fish eye lens, of course. <laughs> yeah. But this is also a scene that would be late. I mean, uh, and there's a number of black exploitation films that have done this, and then it gets parodied by Isaac Hayes and I'm gonna get you sucker, where you know he's packed to the gills in guns and then accidentally trips over a ball and you know explodes when he hits the ground. So, Anne is brought to Hoffo. And, yeah. And it's not looking good. That's right. She's going to get torn. Rip torn. That, let's let's not talk about my father figure that. All right. So then we'll cut to another scene where Kim is at, like, the airport or something. We're we're setting up the final act. So we're going through our quick cuts. We got the quick cut of Kim being introduced to Hoffo. Now we're seeing what Kim's up to because Kim has done nothing throughout this whole movie. She's just been there with her narrow ass in the way. And so, and so now she's going to A&W Price, who's arriving in South America somewhere. A.K.A. the, the second day of Cameron Mitchell's two-day commitment to this film. Exactly. And he's just like, I'm late because they blew up my computers. Oh, the IBM? Yep, and it's like, computers, <laughs> what are you going to do? These things will never catch on. And she's like, the boys went straight to Hoffo, and he's just like, God damn that slaughter! 
And that's the last we see of Cameron Mitchell again. Yep. He's right, so there he's for a wrap up scene. No. I, I checked his 1972 IMDb. Yeah, he had s- at least six or seven TV shows to do that year. He has no time. <laughs> right. So now we cut back to Hoffo and Anne, and he's just like, What did that black man teach you in bed? Show me. Show me his tricks. You oh, want no, that I, I'm sorry. Murray, I have I have to correct because this is actually in my notes. He actually <laughs> refers to Slaughter as a black ape. Ooh, so I, we yeah. didn't write this. Hoffo said that we did not say that. That's right. YouTube. Hoffo said this. We did not. We're just reporting. Yes. YouTube AI, if you're listening, we're just reporting the facts. We didn't. We're not. No. That's screenwriters. Yeah. Right. Quentin Tarantino, you can have that line. All right. So he's like, what did he teach you? What did he teach you? What? Tell me the secrets of the chocolate chip dip. And then he just starts beating the fuck out of her. Kicks her in the stomach. He just hauls off on her. Not pretty. Cut two. Harry and Slaughter are arriving, and this is where we have our shootout, final shootout. And uh, I don't know. What's there to say about it, Matt? I mean, it's I just... Will... It, this is another one of my favorite moments. It's another example of Jim Brown doing his own stunts. We have the car, the sports car that roars down to the scene, skids on a curve, and while the car is still moving, Jim Brown opens the door, jumps out of the car, and blasts away. I don't know how many that, takes that took, but that was impressive. That was beautiful. That was a, a jump out of a car worthy of Kojak. Like, not, yeah, you're right. He didn't even stop and he leaps out of the car. Yeah. So then we get gunshots and hang, hang grenades. We have hang grenades in this. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. If you checked it, you could bring a hand grenade. Remember, we're in South America. I That's mean, true. The pin is still in, so it's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they, know, they, they let Nazis into their country. All right. So anything That's, goes. That is true. America. So yeah, we get the. Also, there was a there was one shot where and and uh, we want to thank slash blame gravity for this, where Slaughter shoots a guy who's up on a roof, but the guy falls forward because he's a stunt man. So, but not not by the velocity of the gun, but he falls forward after being. We shot. also want to point out that how Felici was right and Hoffa's not Hoffo is not ready for prime time because what does he tell his goons? Go to the roof. What if we yep. told you guys a million times never go to the roof? That's right. That's right. And he just and and sure enough, Slaughter just picks them off like pigeons. He's like boom, 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 just takes them all out. Hoffo is so distraught, he's up on the roof shooting at him. Like he was playing a Nintendo game, Gumshoe or something Alley or you know Duck Hunt. Sla- there's a scene where Slaughter runs out of bullets. He pins the guy up against the wall. Yeah, this is one of the big. Like, slow down. Let's get a clip of how awesome Slaughter is. So he pins the guy to the wall, takes his pistol, flips it into the air. So he's got the barrel in his hand, and he yep. pops the guy. No, he, he hits him in the stomach. Yes, I was just going to say. But it seems like you, him. it would hurt more with a fist than it would, like, the gun. It is, it is, yeah, yeah, you're thinking you're going to hit a hard object, a skull, yeah. with the fucking blunt object. No, he... Bops him like in the hip side region. Maybe he's, basket, yeah. maybe he saw this guy running and realized that he had a stitch, and he was like, "You know what? This will." They're really Italian. They had a lot of pasta. They're getting you know, a little they bloated probably, in the belly, dude. They probably had mugs full. The breadstick basket. The breadstick basket, exactly. Very carved. By the way, one, the breadstick basket at Vinny's, 
Oh, my God. Delicious. You wouldn't believe the way the man knots his bread because you don't just get those straight, lame breadsticks. He's got, like, pretzel breadsticks. He's got fucking doodly bread. Oh, it's fantastic. And then he puts a new... The problem is Rip Torn thinks they're dreads because he's, you know, (laughs) Hoffo's terrible. I'm not eating that black bread. What? It's not bumper nickel. What are you talking about? No, it's not I black seed salad either. Well, he, yeah. First of all, they call them dread sticks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I still got it. Terrible. So, yep. He puts another clip in. It's back to shooting. It's just a melee. I mean, I'm just glad we had the forethought to put that into our notes. Yeah. Uh, no. Even, that was all Murray. I'm we sorry. Even, we even had I, Matt slide. God, from God, God put that in my brain. It was so great. We even That's had right. Matt slide in there that led you to it. There, you, if you can see in my head, it's God with a breadstick and me like Adam with a breadstick, and we're touching our breadsticks together, just like the, that painting on the Sistine Chapel. That is the painting at every Vinny's. That's how you know it's an authentic Vinny's <laughs> yeah. restaurant is because Except you have each holding, They're each holding tacos in each hand. So. There. <laughs> Well, one's holding a taco, one's holding a breadstick, and that's the fusion. Lauder bursts into the room, Hoffo's office, sees Anne not looking so well, and this is where he's. This is where I, I told you he's in control because he's like, ooh, yeah, I don't, it, I don't want to fuck that. Yeah, she's got, like a tooth is missing. Henry, and he's like, Slaughter, I love. He's like, ooh, Harry, take her, she's yours, and then he just runs out. He's got, he's got, he's found the man that killed his fucking family. Yeah. I got family business to attend to white woman, guys, white tail. If, if I may to go back to the, yeah. uh, black exploitation universe, because this is the last time we see Anne. Yes. I, right. I know for a fact that as soon as the scene is over, she takes a flight to Hong Kong and opens the casino of gold waiting for Cleopatra Jones. Yeah, we haven't gotten to that one yet. But, but Stella Stevens is the villain right. in that film. So there, exactly. There, there, you're, you're welcome. That's a future great episode. We haven't got that's right. So what you're telling me is but, that. But, but there's life. also another another Jim Brown moment where he sees uh he sees Mario driving away, and instead of running after him, he he gets in another car. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. He's they really didn't. Well, what were we talking about with Flatley and Blackbird? Your thing is dancing. Dance Flatley like average five point nine yards a carry. I'm well. Our whole argument, if you remember our award-winning Blackbird episode, which right there, it's getting a four K reissue already. Why? It's made, It's getting a reissue. It's never been released in America. I know. How do you get a reissue of something that's never been issued to begin with? Hey, I don't make the rules. These are just the people <laughs> fucking so putting niche. things out there. It's so niche. Yeah, it's unfortunately actually, vinegar syndrome's putting it out, and it's a hundred dollars. It's a hundred. <laughs> sorry, Mike. I guess Mike will get one. One hundred eighty-five dollars. Yeah. No bonuses. It's, it's no extras. So it's one hundred and sixty. <laughs> yeah, right. there you go. One hundred sixty. I, I got the price a little wrong there. Uh, no, no commentary. Yeah, Mister Flatley. Of course, he's tied up in court battles. We talked about this recently, guys. It happened to come this way. Our money was not enough. You guys donated forty-three million dollars. That's not enough. No. He's moving to a new house, and he needs a new cinema. That's gonna be another fifty million. So go ahead, dig deep. And yes, we did make ten thousand dollars just by saying that. All right. So Hoffa takes off. 
with Slaughter hot on his heels. That's right. Leaving a- Harry. Harry has been bequeathed. Apparently, everyone can just hand and around because Slaughter's hand given and well, to Harry. Yeah, though. you just said it right there. And, hand, hand, hand. She's just there she to got be. hand off. She's just football oh, on the good. nose. She's yeah. just been anded off. I would have Justin, liked the I mean, she's unconscious, so Harry's like, all right, is this okay? Can I do this? You know? I'm glad we cut away before we get to realize what a creep Harry is, because that would have made a question if he's one of the good ones. Well, because Frank goes, comes in and goes, hey, that woman's unconscious. What kind of a creep are you? And then we get a, this. This was this was a weird fight. Yeah, they could have done better with this scene because it's a, it's a it's a South American ha- uh, standoff. Yes, of course. Which is two guys. I did appreciate, and I think Matt appreciated this too. We do get a good moment for Harry, yeah, who's been yeah. who's been our I mean, foil. Yeah, we know. You know, Felix Leiter doesn't get his just desserts in a Bond film, really. So the fact that yeah, he he absolutely strikes out with every female that comes across his path. He almost has the Bob Backlund front chase. Even Anne, who's barely conscious, turns him down. Like, oh, get away from me. Yeah. Right. No speaking he, he, takes out, yeah. he takes out rugged, mustachioed, Lyle Wagner-looking dude. And uh, so so good on Harry. And he, again, will become a lieutenant in every other cop film series in the 1980s. I love how this fight took place, though, because he's got this fucking beautiful Jack Battlelayer custom-made gun here. And he's standing up to Frank, and Frank is... Frank drops his gun. He tells him yeah. to drop his gun. But then he starts going for another gun. Right. So Harry shoots him like 43 times, because <laughs> this is like an automatic gun he's got here. And so Frank is doing his twirls. He's bleeding all over the place. <gasps> the fucking opera singers are going. It's very high up there and all that. And then Frank hits like a pillar... And turns his shoulder to look back at Harry, who shot him. And he reaches for another gun and pulls it out. And then Harry's like, I gotta shoot you some more. So Harry gets to shoot this guy 4,000 times. And then he gives the nice little, give my best to your friends in Dallas, sweetheart. Yep. So he got he got his manhood back by killing somebody. Which is how you do get your manhood Spending- back. Any young guys who are feeling emasculated, kill a man. You'll feel good about yourself. Especially That's during a Super Bowl right? party. Exactly. Yeah. Super Bowl parade. Super Bowl parade. Oh yeah. no! At least yeah. I heard that was uh, altercation instead of just an open oh, shooting. It's better. It was just an altercation. Hey, Murphy. You know, at these trying this times, is, this is life in America for our friends. Exactly. Here. This is life in America. I'm glad one guy won. More, it was just some kids' horseplay. That was. Awesome. I'm glad it was you one can't guy. Have nice things. One person wanted to shoot another person instead of one person. I want to murder everybody. All right, we just get a car chase. I don't know how to explain. Like, I, we don't like car chases. I, I got on the it. Show. I got it. It's Mexico okay. City, the highway, uh, the town square. Um, it goes down some steps because you have stunt drivers. Jack right. Holmes, and then he finally Slaughter finally pushes Hoffo's car, which rolls down a hill, lands upside down. Doesn't explode, so they have to take this car back to the manufacturer because it didn't explode on contact. Correct, but it is for the it is for the final scene in the film. Right, and so he's hanging her upside down. This is where I had one of my biggest arguments against the continuity of the film because in some scenes, it just looks like ripped horns out on a drive on the country. He's smiling, his hair is perfectly kempt, and then they cut to other scenes 
where his hair's insane. Murray loved it. And he's just like jerking the wheel well, over the... for this scene because he's the unhinged now. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. It was during this whole chase scene. It was flipping between the two. So he'd be cutting through the streets of Mexico City, dodging people and everything else going on on the lively sh- city streets here. Probably the humidity was doing it to It might have been the humidity. Yeah. But yeah, just some scenes. He's smiling, hair kept. Other scenes, hair unkempt, grinning and like, oh my God, what am I doing? That's, and, that's how yeah. unstable the character is. I, yeah, I love it. I love through it. a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions. Well, like, like Matt said, he crashes, he's upside down, and slaughters, he wants to hear it from, the, from his mouth. The Who killed mouth. my family? I did it. I put out a lot of hits, and I'm good at it. Now get me here, you stinking N-bomb. He dropped, I think that's the last, last place you want to drop an N-bomb when you're, like, about to die. Yeah, yeah tip, friends. If, if in a car oh. accident and someone is there and they can help you, Probably not dropping that bomb is a good idea. I think friends of our show that are hearing us right now know we don't just openly use the N-word. So their opening line would be, yeah, I killed your parents, N-word. So I don't think our audience has a problem with this, but yeah. This man, very bold. I mean... He had a woman. He's just proving Felici's like theory about him, right? Yeah, he's out of control. Uh, absolutely. He he was given a woman, and he was just like, "Yeah, you're my woman. That's it. Period. You're done. Like that's it." So he obviously is just very... well, his, like his racism is so strong. Even when he this he needs a black man at the at, at the most, he's got to drop it. Right. This should be his green book moment. Where he realizes black people aren't that bad. Wow. No, no, the Green Book moment is Rip Torn teaches Jim Brown how to eat chicken. That's a bad <laughs> movie. Nobody wants that. Oh, hey, that's that's, that's Academy Award winning movie, Green Book. That is the <laughs> after the credit scene. Rip Torn's character, uh, Dominic Hoffo, takes Slaughter out for fried chicken. And well, waffles. He inter- he, yes, he introduces Slaughter to fried chicken and waffles. You ever had yeah. one waffles? <laughs> All right, and then, so, of course, Slaughter does what any person would do who's killed his family and then just been insulted to his face. He he shoots the gasoline, ignites it, and we see... Very mad... We get some fried hoffas, what we get? Very Mad Max, was it not? Very Mad Max. Well, I pointed out, I I had a a picture of a... I found... No, I found a shaft. He's wearing Mad Max's gear, the leather gear. And I was like... He must be like really influenced by these movies. Right. It makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense for a young filmmaker because as you said with Shaft, you're like, this is a very just kind of like movie. This is a yeah. movie. The last two we've done here, we did coffee. We've just finished up uh Slaughter. Slaughter here. These are black. By the way, I didn't movies. plan this, but every single movie we're gonna do on Black Exploitation History Month. The, the title is the main character's name. And we're not stopping with the, the next one. Oh, right? nice. One yeah. word, too? Yeah, one word. Yeah, yeah. one word. Fucking Christ. Murray. The beauty Again, of Golden Globus Theater. Matt, of course, knows about this. The accidental genius that happens. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. makes us so good at our jobs. Because Matt Absolutely. is a course. This is why we, d- we are not bothered at all when Matt seamlessly fits in his plugs, which I'm going f- to find that. He deserves jazz. it for being such a great guest. We're I'm- like, you know, we're not... We're- I mean, we are the best podcasters, yeah. but there's still room for others. Well, we're podcasters. Yeah. Matt's a radio host. Yeah. So 
We're going to have his Jack Battalier episode up, of course. I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it in the show notes. That's of good. course, Matt shows going to be in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Fucking Christ, he brings it every time. He never swears either. We're always cursing. I don't know how we ended up on his show because we. <laughs> no, you guys really- are great. I appreciate you guys being network TV on the show. I appreciate yeah. it. So that was tough. That was tough. I, I don't know how we're. It's a good challenge to have. It's good. It is. You know, You're right. you can you can you can use an Uzi, but sometimes all you need is one single shot, and uh, y'all mm. y'all know how to do that. Thank you. That's a beautiful way to put it too, and it's right in our canon. Talk yeah, about see, Uzis one shot. These are these are your. Did you see what you just said? Golden Globus Theater, right in our canon. I know. Yeah. That's okay, right. Well, well, I liked it. He didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> Matt, thank you, buddy. It's always thank great you to so have much. you on. It's always a pleasure. It's it's always a pleasure, guys. Give give my love to my birth state, and you know, hopefully, one of these years I'll get up there. Hey, recommend you. Uh, I think you ex- you re- recommended me a Shakespeare-inspired movie last time that I watched and loved. So recommend what me was another that? one. Run? Ran? That might Ran. have been an Auburn. Run! Yes, the uh, the Kurosawa film. I think you might. I think I got it from you and Abra at the same time. But recommend me another one because I really loved it. All right. Yeah, well, I love Kurosawa, so I, I'll give you another Kurosawa. It's called Throne of Blood. It's his version of Macbeth. It's a samurai version of Macbeth. I love it, and I'm going to watch it. And you get you get Hall of Fame badass. Um, uh, oh God, my I just had a brain freeze. Um, <laughs> We've had a lot of those. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of those. Show, yeah. No, this uh, is so terrible, man. I am so sorry. It's um, okay. You got co-hosts, so you know. Think about it for a minute. But everybody, you just heard it right here. Listen to some Throne of Blood. I'm going to be watching it. And it. Watch Toshiro Mifuni. Toshiro Mifuni. There oh, you man, go. Mifuni. My God. You just God, need, you just needed the pressure taken off you for a second there. Yeah, and. and uh, uh, we we need to get you know I'm trying. Listen, I love our guests. I love pitting them against each other. Oh my god! So we need to get you on. We're gonna pitch you against Joe Corey. As I've not forgotten, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. uh, start looking at the work of uh, Robert Urich for Vegas. So uh, yeah. I'll put that Joe there. Joe Joe Corey. He, I wouldn't I wouldn't have led if I were you, Matt. I would get you know close to my I'm, chest. I'm That's how confident he is. That's right. I'm. I'm it's, yeah. it's a matter of mind over matter. I don't mind because he don't matter. Wow. He Joe does Corey, matter. He, He's fine. Joe, he just threw down the punch guard right in your face and punched you. You just went full Griff Torn on this shit. You just no, no, you I, went full I heel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> next <laughs> week. Next week. <laughs> we got... You know, a couple years ago, this guy was in Vogue. There was a movie about his life. Now, we stayed away from it. We didn't want to be like bandwagon jumpers, even though our first we did a, his movie on our first ever Black Exploitation. You hear some real Griff story behind this shit too. Right. Like this is this is some of the the early days of me becoming friends with Murray and right. uh, me and Mike were friends, but still, like right. you're gonna hear this. I, I've told it before. I'll tell it again for the newcomers. How I saw this guy live and in person back mm. in the nineties. Just throw him a letter. And he's got something ready for you. We're talking about Mr. Rudolph Ray Moore, a.k.a. Rudy Ray Moore, a.k.a. Dolomite. 
We're doing Dolomite next week, people. That's right. You can't say that name without holding your hand up because, of course, I have his vinyl records and everything in my house behind us in the studio. Exactly. You couldn't see it in the picture Murray posted recently. So there's no other way you could end Black Exploitation History Month better than some Rudy Ray Moore and Dolomite. Matt, Matt, where do you stand on Rudy Ray? Oh, I'm pro-Rudy Ray Moore. Put your weight up on it. I just wanted everyone to know it's not just us crazy folks here at Golden Globes Theater. It's also in, in, all of our friends. In fact, I know I'm very jealous because you guys got to see him live. He did a few shows in Indiana that right. I wasn't able to go to, but I do have a recording of some of his some of his singing that he did back in the uh, like late fifties, early sixties. I played that on my program, The Blues House Party, Saturday nights at seven on WFYI. Um yeah, I, I love Rudy Ray. So way to go. I can't wait to hear that show. And uh, speaking of our buddy Mike, Mike will be on the episode with us. Mike will be here. Oh, the... he, oh man. I, this, I, I'm sorry. Get everybody. out your catheters, people. Get, I'm just yeah. going to say it right away. This probably will go long I'm because sorry. we just love Rudy Ray so much. Right. So We even kept the opener short on this episode and still went two and a half hours. You know when we have a gas sign. You know when it's Black Exploitation Month? These guys are unsung heroes. They don't get enough time. Exactly. You know? As far as I know, we're still the only people who do it. So, yeah. As far as I know, we we should be doing this for another hour and a half. Yeah. But we're not. We're going to let you take your pee break now. All right. See you next week for Dolomite. Keep it warm.